Hey, hello, welcome to Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana, and as always, I'm joined by my sidekick, Hunter Van Lero. Hello, and we're finally not doing remote anymore. No, we're not, because we're back at our studio. But we are sitting store. six feet away, we mm-hmm. are fine, we are obeying the rules. Do not worry. We are, we are staying <laughs> safe, and we hope you guys are too. So, with that sweet news, yes, this episode is delayed because we technically recorded it yesterday, but there were some technical difficulties. Yeah, my computer was being a bitch. So we so. weren't able to finish our episode last night. Um, and so good news, books did come out this week. There is no Marvel. That will be next week. Um, but there are DC books out. So for those that thought DC wasn't coming out with books, they lied Surprise, to us. Surprise, they did. Uh, they're <laughs> playing a stupid game, and I'm going to get into that some other episode. Yeah. Not today because that's a rant for... So mad. That, I'm so mad. Day. I'm just so mad. That's, that um, could be next week. <laughs> but let's start off with some news. Um, we'll start off with some news. Give me one second. And I, uh, and I didn't do this last time we were recording. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll start it up while you look it up. So yes. Sandman is getting an audio drama on Audible. Yep, coming out. What I say? Coming out in October. October. And it has been it's like 18th or something. I'm going to like, double check that Halloween. real quick. Yep, and yep. the uh, cast is stacked. James McAvoy is Morpheus. I, I, I'll, I'll just walk through it right now. Taylor I found it. Yeah. Got, it's, okay. uh... <laughs> I was trying to stall from what I remember. No, it's July. It was July? I thought it was July October. July 15th. What was October? July 15th, 2020. I don't know. Cool. Continue. Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's going to be an audio drama. For those who don't know what an audio drama is, it's just a kind of a read-through of a story. Uh, but they've cast... The, the Each role is actually cast. So yeah. if uh, there's a character in the book, there's actually someone actor playing that role. Mm-hmm. Um, starting off with Riz Ahmed. I think they did alphabetical order by that. They did alphabetical order by their last name. Yeah. So it's not in order of importance. It's just how they listed it. Uh, Riz Ahmed as the Corinthian. Uh, he was in Venom. He was back in Venom. He's Riot in Venom. Uh, Kat Dennings is Death. Uh, for those two bro girls, yes. Mm. I'll just run through what I and uh, Thor and Dollface and Dollface. Yeah, that's on Hulu. That is on Hulu. I'm gonna check that out. Um, te- uh, te- uh, Taron Egerton as John Constantine. He is the Hollywood's hit boy besides Tom Holland right now. He is role he was in. <laughs> you know, everyone knows who he is. He was in who? Sing as the singing gorilla. I didn't he know that. He was in. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle with Hugh Jackman. Don't know that. He was Secret Service, Kingsman. That's the only one I know. He was Rocketman, Elton John. Oh, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah, he's everywhere right now. He's like Hollywood's ticket right and now. And he is John Constantine, which I really wish he was Matt Ryan. Yeah, I feel like Taron will do great, though. Yeah, it's again, it's all your drama. And also, Matt, I feel like Matt Ryan costs a little bit more for voice acting as opposed to Taron, who's only done one. Mm-hmm. And then Sing 2, which is coming out eventually. But uh, I think, cause, uh, and you'll get to, if you show the topic, you'll understand why I want Matt Ryan to be Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James McAvoy is Morpheus, Hell the yeah. title character, Sandman himself. James McAvoy from Wanted, which we talked about on Read the Real, and yes. also Young Xavier. And, oh God, he was in a cop thing. Never mind, keep going. Oh, he was in Split. That's not yes, cop, he was! That's not the cop no, thing I was thinking no, of, but, but Split and, uh, and uh, Blue Glass. Uh, Samantha Morton as Juria Blackwell. I don't know who, don't she, know who is. she is. Uh, Barry New, uh, Newraith as the Siamese cat. Don't know who she uh, is. Uh, Andy Circus of Venom 2 directing fame. Uh, Caesar in the Caesar Planet, Planet, Planet Apes. Gollum, uh, Claw. Yes. Oh, yeah, he was Claw. Oh, my God, I forgot. Yeah, he got he was, killed. He was Claw and Ultron and Black Panther. Yes, and he is Matthew the Raven. Uh, Michael Sheen is Lucifer. Michael Sheen. Shen? Sheen? Michael Sheen. Thank you. I said this last night's show. He's in a, a lot of stuff. He's currently on the Fox show, Prodigal Son. 
He's yes. the father in Prodigal Son. Uh, he's the murderer in Prodigal Son. The father slash murderer in Prodigal Son. He was in, he's the angel in Good Omens, which uh, he was with uh, David Tennant. Yeah. That's uh, another that's another Neil Gaiman book, by the way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, recommend that if you have Amazon Prime, watch Good Omens. It's actually really dope. Um, and then Neil Gaiman himself as the narrator of the series. I wonder what he'll be narrating. Like, it's the interlude stuff, like oh, and the oh, setting. Okay. It's any narrator so for audio dramas. Uh, the narrator is normally the stuff that reads like and they set up the panels. No, no, because they're not panels. They're not. It's not. Um, the audio drama is his book adaptation of it. Oh, okay. it's not the comic adaptation. I thought it was a comic adaptation. No, describe the panels. <laughs> yeah, so how it works is it would be things like going and now like oh, and the character he goes New York City, blah blah blah, and he sets up the scene for yeah. you. Yeah, that's all it does. That's cool. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I definitely I don't really do audio dramas well because I might check this one out because the cast. Yeah, it's audible. So also I've never read Sandman. Yeah, so it'd be kind of cool. Or comic. Oh, okay. So it'd kind of be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool jumping off for those who don't haven't read a Sandman book. Um, hopefully, it also allows you if you have some downtime um, with quarantine and stuff, you can just throw it on. It's audible, so yeah. it's going to be DC and audible, so you can actually probably go right to D, uh, audible and, and get it. If you have a free one, mm. I would choose your free one for that. Yeah, I, I will too. use my free <laughs> one for that. Um, and I think it's kind of cool. It's a way to bring comic books into another realm of mm. stuff. Uh, I do hate this digital movement thing, and it's kind of... I will get into this later on yeah. um, with some correction. There's some news that was leaked out yesterday and then hopefully corrected today, mm-hmm. um, if that's 100% true. Because uh, I didn't see her redact in the article. Yeah, neither did I, but... So, uh, yeah, I will go on that news a little bit later mm-hmm. on. So, what else is up, Hunter? Uh, Doom Patrol Season 2 will premiere June 25th on HBO Max and DC Universe. When I first read the article, it said nothing about DC Universe, so I messaged James, freaking out, like, why the fuck is a DC Universe original on HBO Max only? And then they fixed the article later on in the day to say, oh, it's on both, it's yes. premiering on both. Because we were talking about how uh, last week with Swamp Thing going on CW, its potential revival, its potential hype, its potential, is it a CW show? And then with Stargirl airing on CW and DC Universe as well. Right. But but that's not back-to-back, that's week by week. Yeah. um, So with Doom Patrol going on to HBO Max and uh, originally... HBO Max is like the adult... Oriented right. DC shows. Yes, uh, it's gonna be just like, it's currently um, the, Justice the League, Dark, Dark Green Lantern and, Corps. Yeah, and then Doom Patrol season two. And yes, and probably season one. Right, they're probably gonna up there. Um, and maybe Titans. No, Titans no, is I'm not. Surprised. Titans not. is kind of like pu- it pushes the limit. It pushes sometimes. the limit, but they can do more stuff in Doom Patrol. They were already pushing. Doom Patrol's really, weird as fuck. They were There's already, a whole episode about butts. I know. Right, they were already <laughs> really pushing it um, with Doom Patrol. Yeah. Um, with that PG thirteen rating, so I think that's easier. Um, originally with the article going and originally saying originally only on HBO Max it kind of also made sense because the original trailer for the premiere of HBO Max was like the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League Watchmen the TV show uh, Westworld and uh, Game of Thrones was going to all be on there and then Doom Patrol Season 2 and I'm like uh, DC app where's the update and they gave us no update yeah. uh, so it's kind of weird but um, going back to what you were saying, like Stargirl being on CW and on um, uh, DCC app, Swamp Thing being on C- uh, DC app, and then also now airing on CW, um, Holly Quinn being on DC app, and then airing also now on uh, Sci Fi. Yeah. It has nothing to do with continuity, so everyone that wants to think that Swamp Thing is going to be part of the CW universe, no, it's, it's not, not now. It's not if they just like Stargirl, to revive it, maybe, just like but Stargirl, I don't see it. Just like Stargirl, they're not. They're not. You don't know. No, we, we don't. don't know. We know. We don't know. Yes, we do. You never know. 
We do know. Do you not see Crisis? No, I'm talking about renewing the fucking show. No, no, I'm not talking about... No, I'm not talking about renewing. I'm talking about it being canon with the rest oh, of the... Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Also, there could be a new Swamp Thing and he's this one. Who cares? Right. Uh, no, no. Swamp Thing's always Alec Holland. No, I'm talking... I know. I know. Now it's busting your balls. universe. So, uh... They are... Um... So, don't worry about canonicity. They kind of set that up at the end of Crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, going... Uh, Swamp Thing's own thing. Doom Patrol's own world. Titan's own world. Stargirl's the New Earth 2. Um, because it was a way for people to explain why the hell these shows were airing and they weren't connected to the Arrowverse stuff. Um, that's one thing. Uh, because they were like, oh, we might air this on CW like Stargirl. Which makes sense yeah. for those, because it, it fits the CW demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch the first episode or no? Not yet. Watch it. It's really fucking cool. I and I love Joe Michaela Starman. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, after you said that yesterday, we were talking about yesterday about, oh, is Joe McHale just Joe McHale? I'm like, no, he's not. I really thought about it again. I'm like, no, he's just Joe McHale. I saw man. He's just himself. <laughs> I went and reread some JSA stuff where, uh, like old school stuff with uh, uh, Sylvester and some old school Infinity Inc. stuff with him. I'm like, no, he's just Joe McHale. <laughs> uh, I really do love it. And uh, Nick Wilson plays uh, Pat. Luke Wilson. Yeah. No, Nick Wilson. Luke Wilson's his brother. Casey Wilson. No, it's Nick Wilson. His name is Casey Wilson. No, it's not. His name is Casey. No, Luke Wilson is a... Wow, Casey Wilson is... No, I'm saying... I'm, oh, say it's Luke. Casey Kelso. Yeah, I'm it's Nick you, Wilson. His name is Nick? Yes. Oh, I thought it was Casey Wilson. No. <laughs> I, think I was thinking of Casey Kelso, but I thought it was Casey Wilson. I'm like, no. I'm going to actually double check. Yeah, because Nick Wilson sounds wrong. I could be wrong, but I think Nick Wilson sounds wrong. Oh, no, it says Luke Wilson. I told you. Who the fuck is... Then what's the blonde one? Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> see, see, so we were. I was right with Luke, and yes. then he was like, "No, it looks the blonde one." No, yes. that's Owen. Yes, we got it. It's Luke. We were right <laughs> the first time. <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. Jeez. Um, but yeah. So with that out, it was really good. I like him as dad. I plan on checking it out. It's really cool. Um. And again, it's all of them being on other networks besides just the DC app. It's just a way for people to get a taste of what the app offers and might spur them to go for go, go by the app. That's yeah, why. Because you get it a week early. Right. If you can't wait. <gasps> right. You know? And like Holly Quinn going to sci-fi, it's only, again, just to broaden people to go to the app. Yeah. Because um, Disney Plus is doing the same thing. It's not as talked about, but Disney Plus is doing like all their documentaries and all their, um, like, uh, what's the one with Jeff Goldblum? The the uh, Jeff Goldblum explains everything. Yeah, that's gonna be on Discovery. Yeah, that makes sense. It's part of the Discovery channel. Part, yeah. Disney so Disney. things like that, they go to air. They still air some of it. So it helps. It's cool. It's a way to expand it. But go back to the Doom Patrol thing. I'm glad it's going to both. So yeah, thank God. I yeah, was getting really I, upset. I, I, was I would like, like, there'd be no reason for me to get this app anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm gonna jump into some new mutant stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> and my theory of what happens. Uh, new Mutants is coming out in theaters, and the new release date is August 28th. Just put it on Disney Plus. Who cares? <laughs> and it won't be on. It's too much over. Just put it on Hulu. Because it's too much over for yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting Hulu and Disney Plus are connected. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's too much over for Disney Plus. It's what High Fidelity did. High Fidelity was supposed to be in the uh, Disney original. Yeah. And then they were like, this is an adult show where Zoe Kravitz talks about how she fucks a lot of people. Yeah. So maybe let's not put this on the kids' channel. Yeah, let's put it on Hulu. And, and then, then uh, uh, the adult Lizzie McGuire show was supposed to go on Disney Plus mm-hmm. as well. But then. What's her name? I don't know the actress. I don't care. Hillary Duff. Yeah, they go. She uh she wants to put on Hulu. Hulu, yeah, because she wants to work more of a church. Or HBO Max. Uh, no, different uh, different company. Uh, That's Warner Brothers. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, 
Yeah, she wants to put it on uh, Hulu because uh, she's like, I don't want to make it. They're like, oh, we're going to make it more kiddly. She goes, it makes no sense to do like, all the stuff I would do as a teenager, as an adult. She's like, <laughs> it I makes me like a stupid adult. Yeah. yeah, it makes me stupid adult. I want them to do an Even Stevens show where Shia LaBeouf is an older Even Stevens and like his daughter is the current Even Stevens. I don't want to see that because he would be, be a so psycho. Awesome. He would be a psycho. He would just be like a really thing. weird dad. Yeah, I don't just want like, that. <sighs> I don't want that. Like, <laughs> I think it would be great. weird. Capitalize. Anyway, he's he's been coming back up with Honey Boy and Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> All right, so back to the mutants thing. Yeah. Um, yes, we're it on Hulu at this point. Um, but uh, I was laughing because my complete theory is that by the time they release this, we all will never get out of quarantine. So as long as they keep trying to release this movie, we'll be in quarantine forever, guys. So uh, <laughs> everyone petition them to put on Hulu so we can finally get out of this. <laughs> it's that's the cure for yeah, Corona, guys. Holding us back. We have to see the probably mediocre New Mutants <laughs> movie. It'll have cool CGI. Magic will be cool, and everyone else will be lame. And that's why it's like I don't. So we were talking about the this. CGI looks awesome, and Anya Taylor Joy as Magic. Um, Magic looks fucking insane. Everything else looks. Eh. Yeah. So I'll see I, it. I'm I laugh because I'm like, this is the same thing that I think happens with books. I think it happens with any sort of media. If it's delayed long enough, people lose hype for it. Exactly. Well, this was supposed to come out like two years ago. Right. It was supposed I, to come out before Apocalypse. Not right, Apocalypse. Uh, um, right after Apocalypse. Yeah, right It was after. supposed to be the first movie that was right after Apocalypse. Yeah. So expanding the X-Men franchise. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get why it was delayed originally because of the Fox, DC, DC, uh, Fox Disney, Disney buy, yeah, yeah. buyout. That's fine. Don't mind that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I guess, I know they The wanted, second reason was reshooting because Marvel didn't which like Which is fine. And now the three, the third reason was Corona. Right. Again, those all make, yeah, <laughs> those all make sense. Yeah. But now you might as well re- release it on VOD. Yeah, just release it on VOD. Don't put it on your streaming service. Yeah. Put it on Scoob VOD. Re- Scoob, yeah. uh, Trolls World Tour. Yep. Um, Lovebirds. Yeah. It's coming to Netflix instead of VOD. Technically VOD, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you pre- like, pay for There's it, a man. bunch of movies that were supposed to come out in theaters that they just dropped on VOD, and also yeah. stuff like Bloodshot and Invisible Man. They dropped the DVDs months before Early, they were supposed they, to. And they did also Birds VOD. And they also switched it to VOD yeah. like two weeks after the release. Yeah. Um, because VOD will still allow you to make money. You won't make as much, right? But you'll You're still make something. You'll still make money since all theaters are canceled, right? And but, if you push it back, you'll lose the hype. Yeah. No. Anyone who wanted to see the movie. Would either buy or rent a movie anyway. Right. And now you don't have Hopefully. to distribute it to Hopefully. movie theaters. Right. So, I know. think their biggest thing is that um, they don't want... Yes, you, you're you losing a bigger chunk by releasing a VOD because for every Friday that buys it, a household that buys it for seven ninety nine, Instead of seven tickets, it's one ticket. Right. Essentially. So, I get it. I understand that from a business end. Yeah. But, like, you're still going to lose money regardless. So, people can come out and be like, well, we don't like it anyway. Yeah, like, who knows when the Safe Theater is going to open up again. Right. Or if it ever does. Or if it ever comes back. Yeah. So, like, why would you try to put a movie in theaters again? Right. Like, right Disney now. did that with Mulan. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow is got pushed back to, like, October, but they're right. still trying to make it come out. Yeah. Just re- they should have just released those it I in May on VOD. I don't mind, I would love to see Black I, Widow when it's supposed to come out. I don't care, honestly. Eh. I just don't care. Marvel. I don't care. That's all I want. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, because I don't mind waiting for that movie, because there's nothing coming out in between. Like, it's nothing. It's tied to the greater Marvel Universe, but because there's nothing else Marvel-related coming out besides Black Widow, I can wait for Black Widow. Right. That's what I mean. I don't care. Yeah, Eternal, because it's, it's a new one. It's right. kind of like Guardians. Well, it's like, oh, this is Eternal new. Was, Eternals was supposed to come out when? What, next year anyway? No, it was supposed to come no. out this October. 2021. No, it was supposed to come out in October. This. It got pushed back to 2021 because Black Widow took its spot. With them, that's why I don't, I don't care, honestly. I want to see the movie, but I the just, hype who cares still, how it's released? Right. 
those I'll see it regardless. Like those two for hype because the, the reason is they're only getting delayed because of what's going on. Yeah. New Mutants have been delayed constantly, so there's no hype behind it. Mm-hmm. It was delayed because of, of the merger. It was delayed for reshoots. It was delayed for. At, at this point, it doesn't matter. It's already three to four years behind schedule. Not three to four years. It's or, like a year and a half behind schedule. Right. Then who cares? Yeah. The first trailer dropped like Comic Con of. After Dark Phoenix came out. That's my, so. that's my point. <laughs> then just release it. It's like, come on. That's With that movie, it's not like Black Widow where I'm like, all right, it's only like it's only going to be like six months behind because mm-hmm. of what, and it's only delayed because of yeah, uh, it was Yeah, it was 100% done shooting. Right. It's, they just delayed the release date because they wanted to put it back in their slate after all this. Right, which is fine. Happened. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. But New Mutants just, at this point, just needs to be released. Yeah. Stop pushing it back. They should just surprise release it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like, that's all it is. So if all... it gets pushed back again, they might do it. Yeah. So let's jump on to the next move. Uh, news. I'll cover the next one real quick because it's stupid simple. Um, Umbrella Academy. Um, uh, with all this VOD stuff. Season two. Season two, July thirty first, twenty twenty. We will be doing a spoiler cast when that comes out. Hopefully, so, I gotta watch season one. Oh God. We'll cover season one at some point too. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, <laughs> Who knows which season we'll cover first, though? Duh. It should be in order. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but with Umbrella Academy, for those who didn't watch it, definitely check it out. Uh, season one is based on Dallas and Apocalypse Suite. I said it backwards order, but you know what I mean. It's Apocalypse Suite and Dallas. Dallas on something. the first. No, it's Dallas. Oh, it's just Dallas. Yep. I thought it was Dallas. Because it involves uh, the, the Kennedy's assassination. And then is season two the ha- the back half of Dallas and then Hotel Oblivion, or is it just mostly Hotel Oblivion? We don't know. We have no idea. Well, because Gerard Way, he's working on the show, so he could make right. it an original. That's what. Or everyone... he could he make it his volume four that he hasn't been able to do right. yet. Right. So no one really knows what. Uh, I would assume that it would be Apocalypse Week because Apocalypse Week came out right before while they were. Uh, while the first one was out, Hotel season Oblivion. one was out. Season one was out. Hotel Oblivion. Hotel, that's what yeah. I said. I'm about to say, yeah. Hotel yeah, Oblivion. Uh, volume three uh, came out while season one was on air. Uh, so everyone kind of is assuming that right because because we assume that only this first season will be Apocalypse Suite 100, mm-hmm. but because they mixed Dallas and Apocalypse Suite together, it might be a mix of Dallas and Hotel Oblivion. Yeah, like the rest of Dallas and then Hotel Oblivion. It's not even the rest of Dallas because it's storylines. The way this ends is completely different. Than oh, it leaves it's not open. at all how the book ends. Oh, okay, good. That's so, um, it's very open, and we will cover this on the spoiler cast um, a little bit more without spoiling the season. So we definitely want you to watch season. So you can yeah. watch season one and two. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's rumors about it might be Apocalypse Suite, uh, Apocalypse, it might be Hotel Oblivion, it might be original story that he wants to tell, it might be new stuff, it, it's crazy, but it was announced over like a Zoom Skype message between all the actors together, yeah. so, and it's cool, it's coming out this year, it's coming out next month, so. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um, uh, so am I, actually. I thought it had a couple months left, so but I guess I. they were just trying to crank it out real quick so they it could. might. So use this corona hype. For those that don't know, um COVID hype, whatever. For those that don't know like how movies and TV uh, are made, um normally there's a, a stage called initial shooting, which is all your scenes just shot as is. I'm I don't talk about the shooting phase, I'm not talking about like casting and all how long yeah, yeah. shooting a movie normally takes shooting a movie a movie, I'm using movie about a year to takes about years. three months to shoot initial footage. Three oh, to four yeah, months yeah. for initial footage. Um, at that point, normally they just tell you go off and do your own thing while you shoot other shows or movies or other projects or you're just living your life. Um, there's a rough cut. The rough cut is then shown like between the directors and the studio. Um, that and uh, they'll take a look at it. They'll shoot some scenes over that they didn't like. Um, then you come back for that shooting um, if you're needed, and then you do the audience testing. And then once the audience testing is done. They'll reshoot some stuff, and that's the tertiary, tertiary shooting, secondary tertiary shooting, 
uh, and then it's final, it's edits, and then secondary, uh, secondary editing, mm-hmm. uh, which is like normally your special effects cleanup stuff. Yeah. Um, way it looks like is that it was already up to that like special effects stuff, and they were like, "You guys can do it from home. Here's the file." Yeah. You just know, work on it. just work on here, it. And, here, editors, go. Yeah, and that's why. So we'll see. We'll see what the final product looks like. Yeah. And you want to cover the last, the second last bit of news? The final bit of big news. Big news, yes. Uh, CW Arrowverse is going to premiere in 2021, which is, I think, the latter half of each season and the beginning of the shorter shows. Like, season five of, or season five or six, I forget where we're at, of Legends of Tomorrow will premiere. But, like, the second half yes. of Flash will premiere. The s- and the second half of Legends, because Legends didn't end. I watched the episode today, this finale. I thought it ended. No, it's, it's cut off as a hiatus. Oh, whatever. Um... So they're continuing a bunch of shows, but one of the shows that is coming back for a season two next year, because season mm-hmm. one just ended, yes. is Batwoman. And Ruby Rose decided to drop out as the main character, and she will be recast. Yes. So, so. whole new character, whole new season. Maybe she'll get punched in the face really hard and have to get plastic surgery by Dr. Thomas Elliot, and that's how they'll connect Hushed into the... Oh, sorry. Hushed are connected. There's a whole they thing. They already connected it? Okay. Yeah, they tell you that. Okay. Alright, so, uh, when we were recording this yesterday, originally, it had just dropped, the news had just dropped with no reasoning. Um, the reasoning well, finally came the reasoning out today. she said was, originally, she said she thought long and hard about it, she really didn't want to continue with the show... But Greg Berlanti wants to recast and continue yes. with it. Wishes her the best of luck. Now the real reason came out. It's still like it's nothing it's still, bad. No, it's the same thing. It, it's just we got more details yeah. on it. Yeah, and all it was is that she. Um, it was the theory I originally proposed yesterday. I wish that it came out, and <laughs> I wish that part of the recording stayed, and then we were going to able like I was right. Yeah. Now I look like I'm biting. And I hate that. Um, somewhere in your computer database. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in the hard drive. Um, so the real reason was that she just didn't realize how long and um how much effort it would take place to being uh, Batwoman. Not saying it's bad. It's not just Batwoman. It's the main character in TV Being a show. lead as a TV show. Yeah, she was, she's, the only TV show I remember her being in as a, ca- as a full cast member, Orange is New Black. I think she made guest appearances. And she was, uh, it was only guest spot because it wasn't every episode. Yeah, and it was, she was, in all, she was and, a recurring character in a season. In, a se- in one season. Yeah, and then she's done a bunch of movies where she plays like a tough bad guy or she right. plays like but relatable protagonist. Re- but she's regardless... Not, like, Going back character. to what I said before yeah. about shooting, it only takes three months, four months to shoot a film for initial shooting. Yeah. And if you're if you're not the lead, you're not in every scene either. Yeah. So you're used to that lifestyle. So it came out like on one, move, she had pretty much moved to Vancouver. Yeah, because you have to move to Vancouver. It's like part of your contract mostly. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Benoit. Benoit. She. So, so when when Supergirl moved from NBC or ABC, whatever CBS, CBS, oh, so far off. NBC was Constantine. Yes. Uh, when it moved from CBS to CW, she actually decided to move to Vancouver. While a couple characters, like uh, I want to say Callista Flockhart, yep. decided to only come in every once in a while, so they dropped her character. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Maxwell Lord. Mm-hmm. He got entirely dropped because he didn't want to move out to Vancouver, right? Because he was filming something else, and yeah. he's like, I'm just gonna stay here. So. Ruby Rose seeing this and going, oh, I have to move all the way out to Vancouver? Sure, I'll give it a try. She ended up not liking it. Right. And she didn't work with her lifestyle. She's still a biggish Hollywood actress. Yeah. So she liked to go back and forth between here and there and everywhere else to film right. movies. Yeah. So being a main character also chopped her off contract-wise from doing two things that are too much. Right. Any project that you would take you away from doing. Like, when you're a lead, like... Um, you could be like, like Stephen Amell every once in a while is in a movie. Right, and, and that's he did Code Eight. Right, but it was also doing his. Well, that's different. That was that was done after he had finished filming Arrow completely. Oh, really? Yes, 
Okay. Um, but really, the two movie, the the movie that that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's what it was. Yeah. And he filmed he that was just on a the side off. character, and he wasn't even really there a lot. Right. But he filmed that while he was between seasons. Yeah. So like normally, the summer where they're doing the, the 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 press tours and everything, yeah. he couldn't do that. He was doing Turtles. Mm-hmm. So, but like, imagine if you're there, like, well, we have to film in the winter because there's a big winter scene, and you have to go shoot in winter, and yeah. you're like, I can't. I'm filming my show. Yeah. They they, they just like, well, we have to get someone new then. Right. And we have to refilm all the scenes you're in. Exactly. So they're not going to do that, especially if you're like. They're not going to do that. Like yeah. you're not going to pass that. So I get it. Um, do I think it's it's okay for them to recast? It's going to be really hard. I think they should just cancel the show. I don't or think they change should it cancel, to Batman. Change the Batman. And but, then I, they'd, but then essentially they would cancel it and then use all the side characters and make a Batman. Just make a Batman. And they would just chop off the womb and call it man. Man, yeah. <laughs> it's and it really is not hard because all the characters are there yeah, anyway. Batwing. Batwing's is, already there. Is there. You have a bunch of the villains. All the villains cuz the way the season ended was all the villains of Arkham, all his all Batman's rogues are now loose in Gotham again. Yeah, so Batman could easily Elliot, take up the mantle. Elliot Hush, Elliot uh uh Thomas, Thomas Elliot slash Hush has taken the the his bandages off and Alice has made him look like Bruce. Yeah. And now that you already have an actor play that can be cast as Bruce Wayne, because uh, he's pretending to be Bruce Wayne anyway, mm-hmm. so you can literally go, well, this is why, and because the entire series is that Batman's been missing. Yeah. Batman left Gotham and hasn't come back. Um, so you can literally, and, and it's not brought up in any other series of why he's gone. So yeah. now you can literally use the reason that he comes back because someone is taking over as Bruce Wayne, yeah. and that's his point to come back as Batman Something can happen to Alice. I'm not. I'm uh, not Alice. Uh, to Kate. Batwoman, Katie, don't kill her. Don't yeah. don't do that. Just throw her off and then have Ruby come. You in can once it, in a be while. like, hey, now that I have to clean up my my lifestyle, I don't, you can literally even if she comes back for one scene because yeah. you can have you can have her in, in Cape and Cowell ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and be like, Batman's back, and this is why, you know, and then can't do like uh, do half a season, cancel it, reboot it as and uh, relaunch it as Batman. You can still have um, Batwoman's sister, uh, Kate's sister, has to, um, adopted sister, yeah. or whatever she is. I, don't, I can't remember if they're actually blood related, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, her and Luke as the sidekicks, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You know, without getting rid of everyone else. You can still have um, her father as the head of the crows. You can still, everything else is still the same. Mm-hmm. But Katie's off now doing this. Penny 2 can be there because Alfie's dead, technically, yeah. in this universe. So Penny 2 can be there. There is no Luke Fox. There's yeah, no Fox. And then if Batman just... decides to come in, if they do go the Batman route, if they're allowed, yeah, uh, you can allowed. have Batman in the Superman and Lois show as a guest, obviously. Yeah. Not like, a, but like So then you can have Damien show up, potentially. Yes. And we can have the real Super Sons. Right. You can still do all that stuff. Instead or, of Jordan. Or how, well, we don't know what that really is. <laughs> yeah, I still, I my theory still think that's Damien. And again, that's more of that. Yeah. So, and again, this seems more, I don't think this was more of a sudden drop. I think there's more of a sudden drop for the public to know. Yeah. And this might have been a behind-the-scenes thing, and then she just finally was like, yeah, I'm not doing another season. Because yeah. you're not, you don't do that out of nowhere. Yeah, she dropped it right after the season. She was like, eh, contract is kind of over, I'm good. Yeah. <clears throat> now, a small rant about DC Digital from James. Yes, because he's about to go in. <laughs> Alright, so yesterday, originally, News and Romer had posted that deceased, uh, uh, New Hope, New World, whatever, uh, was digital first. Uh, this was a Tom Taylor book that's tied into Deceased, uh, which Deceased Unkillables ended this week. Uh, his original, Dead Planet starts uh, up Dead Planet, uh, Deceased Dead Planet starting up with the sequel series, and um, Deceased is already, the original De- Deceased is in hardcover already. But the whole thing is, they dropped this picture, everyone's super hyped, I love Deceased, I was super hyped for this whole thing. 
Turn around. And the book came out today. Yeah, the third book came out this week. Super hyped. Also, the the article from Newsround comes out and says, "This is digital first. And again, I'm not against digital first. We talked about this. Because eventually comes out on print, right? Like the with Blind Spot for Jessica Jones, Cloak and Dagger, and then with the DC um, Bat- New Batman, Batman to you Injustice was like that. He yeah. Man was like that. Every He Man book was like that. Besides mm-hmm. Masters of the Multiverse. Uh, the Smallville book was like that. Supergirl, uh, that Theation miniseries was like that. Those were digital first. The Batman Beyond, the original Batman Beyond series, the yeah. Justice League Beyond stuff. Um, they all came out in singles, eventually. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it turns out that DC, quote unquote, had no plans to read this release this in print. And this is where I I got super It's not pissed. like it's a new book. Like how, if, if they decided to say, no, sorry guys, it is we're a not, new no, book. No, 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 oh, hear me out. Right. If they decided, hey, we're not going to print DC, uh, Batman, the Batman Adventure Continues. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, that sucks, but at least we didn't have a prequel story. At least we didn't have a story that we were already reading. They released two deceased books already, two DC series, before they released this one. So if they were to stay, say that this one is only D, uh, DC Digital, you would have to read Deceased, Deceased Unkillables, then buy a digital book to read this one, and then read Dead Planet instead of reading them all in print. Right, and if you're, and the biggest thing is that if you're a trade, if you're a trade reader, like me, like Hunter, um, what's happening is that you're missing a part of the story where it's available. It's clearly out there, but you yeah. can't get it in print. And or if you're a collector, like a single collector, like I get stuff in singles, and I get stuff in trade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not available to me. And my biggest hit on buying digital, and it has nothing to do with me being anti digital. I am anti digital to a point. Um, yeah, you got to be to a point. We're working at a store. We're both collectors. We both love the industry. But to a point, yes, I get, there's goods and bads. I get things when it's digital first. Digital yeah. first is not my problem. Yeah. I get it. I mean, it makes sense. It's a way also to test out, like especially for new books, it's a way to test out new stories. Yeah. That that may not be from a, uh, a very well-known uh, writer or a very well-known artist. Um, and you put those digital first. But then put them out in print available. Availability. I don't want to... The, in the way of, of, of spending money, I'd rather spend four ninety nine on a printed book in my hand than four ninety nine on a PDF that could eventially get taken. That down. That can be taken down for if server they, space. If they, for, for server space, if you lose the account, if your account gets hacked, mm-hmm. if you forget your password, if you know you lose the data, if you lose the device it was on and you can't get back in for so whatever reason, these are all problems with just having your books digitally. Yeah, you know. I get it for some people that do like digital. I get it. I'm not. I'm not. That's this is not directed towards you. This is more directed towards the publisher putting books out digitally only. Um, and same thing for with Marvel and DC ending titles with digital only copies. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Supergirl and Terrifics, uh, or, or Star, Star Ant Man, Ant Man, Hawkeye, Freefall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that were all books that are in print already. And then to turn around and go, no, we're not going to release the final issue of Supergirl. Yeah. Yes, you've been collecting Supergirl for 40-something issues, but the final f- issue 48, that's supposed to be like the finishing capstone of the series, you can't get. You have to buy it digitally and read it on an app. Mm-hmm. Like, And it just adds more credence to the, the rumor that DC wants to do digital-only books. But if that's the case, and they want to only do digital books, watch their readership go to nothing. I'm not re- If they do digital-only... Unless they print it out and trade, I'm not getting anything. Yeah, there'd be no. I would stop DC. And, and even at that point, I'm like, why would I get trades for series? I don't want a whole. I don't want a shelves 
all my shelf space taken up with the runs of of Young Justice and I love <laughs> and I love Young Justice. Yeah, or like a full run of fifty issues of Nightwing. Or yeah, I don't want. That's why I have them in singles. Yeah. I have spaces for them in my single. That's why I get them. I only really get trades for series that are super out of print that no longer made, for or like minis or mini series or, or for a rent. <laughs> I get that's my trades really, or like, or for some independent books. Yeah. Because my my. Like I'm love... not gonna get 31 volumes of Walking Dead. I have most of them in singles. Right. I don't want 32. I don't want a whole shelf dedicated to Walking Dead. Right. As much as I love the. You book. could if that's, could. If that's yeah, your if thing. You're a trade re- I know a trade reader who comes in and only yeah. buys like two graphic novels. Yeah. Both Walking Dead and they're almost done. Yeah. That, 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 so if like, that's, that's your them. thing, yeah. that's fine. Like I don't want 30 volumes though. Right. I have the compendiums too. I don't need. Right. Fucking... I don't. You know, I I get saga that way. Yeah. I get sex criminals. Sex only up to nine. Right. I get sex criminals. Sex criminals is up to five. Right. It's not 32. Right. I'm not going to have this. Show, <laughs> like, I'm more around a shelf space. With, uh, but it was cool about having them singles. I can pack those away in short boxes. I can yeah. end a series if I decide to on my on my doing. Yeah. You know, if the writer changes, the artist changes. You know, I'm not going to. If you're switching only to that, I'm like, I, I can't. I can't do that. That's yeah. not fair. You know? And then you guys run around like, well, you can only get a digital. I'm not paying for a picture. Yeah, I'm not I, paying for fucking digital. Yeah, I'm not doing that. It's a PDF. It's a a PDF. Yeah. You know the reason why I feel more justified buying a hard copy of a book is that I get to hold it in my hand. It's mine. Yeah. If I want to throw it, you know, I don't know, tear it up and turn it into like hodgepodge, I can. I can do whatever I want with that book. It's mine. Mm-hmm. You don't own that digital copy. When you guys buy digital artwork, if you guys buy digital copies of books. You don't own that book, really. Because mm. if they decide... Be it there's certain things like... Um, I know, like, uh, the uh, Amazon Fire or whatever, if you buy the book digitally, mm-hmm. like, um, the novelization of a book digitally, it saves to your account. Yeah. So it's, and it's hard-loaded to your device. Mm-hmm. So you actually can't... They can't get rid of it for you. Even if they take it off their store, it's your, it's your book. Mm-hmm. But... Saying that, that's not how all the other apps work. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know Comixology well. I used to use it. I don't use it now. Yeah, I used to use it too, and then I stopped. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my rant. I think digital only for for digital only only makes sense for old stuff. Yeah, like we're stuff not going. Can't get anymore. Right, we're not going. Like the amalgamation books. Right, or like, even using something that's not like borderline kind of hard territory. If they release Strange Adventures. And it was 10 years, 15 years from now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we're re-release Strange Adventures, but as a digital only. Okay. It's 15 years since that book's come out. Yeah. I don't mind that being It's released. like with Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, the DC they, app itself. They, they wait till after the graphic novel comes out before they even drop the Marvel Unlimited book right. onto the digital. And I don't Marvel's mind. Marvel's doing it right, which yeah. is surprising. I don't Marvel's mi- fucks up a lot. Yeah. They used to a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind digital. I don't mind it being six, seven months behind a, 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 a story. Yeah, as long as it's Being not able. current, I think. Yeah, or fine. making people, for those that want to buy a series, to make the, the force them to do it. I If I want to get all of Deceased, and I'm getting it all in trade paperback or hardcover, I want the ability to do that. Yes, it sounds like millennial tri- like dribble for me to say I want what I want, <laughs> yeah. but let's be fair. Comics were a printed medium. They, always be a, they should be, always be a printed medium. Yeah. You know, because your readership's not going to shift to digital. No. It's not. There's Most not, of them would just stop. Not even. And I know people who come to the store who would not buy digital. Yeah, they will just not I buy your Ryan books. I think Ryan and Kathy are the only ones who would do it. And they and they <laughs> probably wouldn't even do it if, if if it all became digital only. They would stop. Yeah, except for Superman. Yeah, and even then, I think they would just stop because there's no point of having a digital book. You're not collecting anything. Yeah, 
You're cool. I have a whole bunch you're of You're collecting work. pictures on a phone. On a phone. Like, yeah, cool. Cool. I did that all that. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I get for those that are on space. I get it for those that don't have an LCS by them. I get all the reasons why you would do digital only. Yeah. But there are then, people but, who are in, like, small for, countries that right. have, like, no shop within, like, miles and miles of right. them. So but, digital works. But forcing people that are collectors to buy digital... First of all, it destroys a whole business. Yeah. We will not... This, this store would not exist without hard copies. Do you yeah. understand there is a... become an antique store. <laughs> there'd be nothing here. There'd be nothing here. Exactly. Where old back issues, eventually that would dry up. Yeah. You know, without new stuff coming in. And your rebates would dry up. Mm-hmm. Let's be fair. Let's, let's play the real odds. Yeah. It's not just... Collectors, there are livelihoods, and there are people, there are things on stake with this. Mm-hmm. So that's my rant about digital only. Yeah. Now let's move on to something. The fun late topic. Fun and interesting. <laughs> so we are talking about the DC animated movie universe, which was started in 2013 or so. 2013, yes, 2013, yeah, 2013 with Flash Paradox. With Flashpoint Paradox. Goddamn. Right, this me, thing uh, been going and going and going. I will show you. We I'll have go 15 my, uh, to 16 movies, if 16. you count Constantine, it's which me and James do. Yes, we do. And, there's a reason and then why. James will run through all the uh, movies and what they're adapted from. All right, guys. So we're, I'm going to do a quick rundown and of the movies and what they're kind of based on. Kind of. Uh, very loosely for some of them. Very loosely for some of them. So this started uh, the DC animated movie universe. Uh, started in, and you're right. Started in 2013, July 30th, 2013, with Flashpoint Paradox, which is based on the Flashpoint uh, Flashpoint uh, story written by Jeff Johns. This one is pretty similar. Right. For, mo- for most. Well, and we'll go over that when yeah. we go over our reviews. Mm-hmm. Not reviews, our rankings. Yeah. Uh, Just League War, which is just the actual based on the Just League War book, also written by Jeff Johns. Sun Batman, which is Batman and Sun, written by Grant Morrison. Just League Third of Atlantis, which was written uh, as Just League is a Just League Third of Atlantis story story written by Jeff Johns. Batman vs. Robin, which is a mix between uh, Batman the Sun and, and like, and not really. Oh no, that's Bad Blood. Yeah, um, Batman vs. Robin is kind of like its own story, lo- loosely based on yeah. the back end of Batman the Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman Bad Blood is a mix between Batman R.I.P. and uh, Detective Comics Batwoman Reborn. Justice League vs. Teen Titans is a very loose adaptation of Marvel Wolfman uh, Wolfman Perez's run on Teen Titans. Um, Just League Dark is a loose adaptation of Just League Dark. I don't remember any, any time period. I don't remember who wrote the original. It thing. looks like it's uh, based off the New Fifty Two team, but like barely. Yeah, like I, said, I don't know who yeah. did the uh, the original one. Um, uh, Teen Titans Jewish Contract, which is based on of course Wolf and Perez's Jewish Contract book. Uh, Suicide Squad Helipay, which is completely original. Uh, very light stuff with Suicide Squad it, formation. The, yeah, it's like, here's a Suicide Squad tiny origin with yes. an original movie. Uh, next would be... Give me one second. It's Constantine. Uh, no. Next is, without counting that first. Oh, okay. Uh, death, uh, death and Reign of Superman, um, which is be- based on the Death of, death of and Reign of Superman storylines. And the Return of Superman as well. And the, yeah, uh, Return of Superman stories. Uh, Batman Hush, which was drawn by Jim Lee. I can't remember who wrote the book. Who wrote the book? I've tried to see from all the Yes, Jeff Loeb, sorry. Obviously, yes, it's Jeff Loeb, I'm assuming. I'm leaning across. Which is the best song? There's a flow book from the Batman Hush. Uh, Wonder Woman ba- uh, Bloodlines is a mix between Gods and Monsters and... Silver Banshee? Uh, a random Silver Banshee story. Not Silver Banshee. Uh, Silver Swan, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Justly Dark Apocalypse War is a mix between Dark Side War and the random Justly Dark stuff. And then Constantine, City of Demons, if you choose to count it. Yes, if you choose which to count it. Which we do, because it flushes out Constantine as a character more... 
and it gives Matt Ryan more of a spotlight in the DC animated movie universe. I personally love it. And uh, the writer, I think J.M. DeMathias, however you pronounce it, I'm so sorry, he wrote City Demons for CW Seed as a TV show originally, which was kind of tied into the NBC CW Constantine stuff, but then also uh, he said that you can count it in the DC animated movie universe if you choose to, because it's made by the same people and it stars Constantine and Matt Ryan. Yes. So you can choose to do it. You can if you want to. Which we did. Yes, we did. Just to make it even 16. And we will go over why we chose it. Yep. So we'll start with our rankings from least, least to, uh, from worst to best. Least, But none of these are really bad, so least favorite to most favorite. Yes. <laughs> At least in my opinion. So I will start it off. What's your number 16, James? Number 16 is Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Same. We uh, can just talk about it like that. Yes. Same. So we both tied number 16 <laughs> as Wonder Woman Bloodlines. I'll give my reason why I wasn't... It's the weakest of the films, in my opinion. Yes, for sure. Um, and the only reason why is that it should have been... Um... All right, so comparing... And I'm not... We're not going to talk about the live-action films. No, no. I mean, we can make mention, but... It's up to you. Uh, but honestly, it has, it has zero bearing on my... I don't want to be like, well, this is better than this live-action animation. Yeah. So my only bearing is comparing this to the only other one Woman uh, anime movie that came out... That one was far better than this one. Yeah. Um, because it was Gods and Monsters, a, a way better adaptation of Gods and Monsters was the original one Woman movie uh, that DC had put out. Yeah. Animated movie put out. Um, this one, it kind of seems like there are, it's a mix between our origin and then a random silver su- a swan story, which ends up going, like, I don't, I did not care about the so, side characters at all. Yeah, because she's, yes, she herself is a sympathetic villain, yeah. but because she's such a low-tiered villain on uh, Diana's list, mm-hmm. It would have actually been better to do a villainy ink story. Or put Cheetah in it, but Cheetah's well, not going to be a Wonder Woman anymore. That's, well, that's the matter. Eh, doesn't matter. They're not going to readapt. Doesn't yeah. matter. It's a it's a different story. Villainy Ink is her better story. Mm-hmm. A random Silver Swan story is not a good story. Yeah, villainy, no. ink, villainy Ink would have been Dr. Psycho, but they weren't going to use that because he's on Holly Quinn. Cheetah, but they're not using it because uh, regardless, even though it's animated, it doesn't matter because she's in the 1984 movie. Who cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a lot. It's, it'd be like saying you can't use, you know, Flash in an animated TV show right now, even though he has a live action show. It doesn't matter. Um, the bearing on why they did it was stupid. If that was the reason why they didn't do Villain Inc., is dumb. Because mm-hmm. it's a better story. It's one woman versing all her rogues yeah. being led together. The first time her rogues are all banding together mm-hmm. to fight her. You could have showcased all her side characters that way. Steve, I did like Anna Candy, though, in this. I thought she was very she bland. Was, she was super one-note. She was like, I want Amazon women to crush me. Okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, I she, loved She was kind of lame. I loved Anna. I don't know. I like Steve more. I love Anna and Steve in this. Steve I was lo- better than Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's what this it is. This is Wonder Woman slash Rosario Dawson's worst performance as Wonder Woman. Yeah, and she, she's I was like, this forever. is kind of lame. It wasn't great for yeah. her performance. So, yeah, my reason why I have Wonder Woman so low is super boring. I don't care about the villains. Yeah. They have these side characters that they introduce to the universe only to kill off, and they don't make any point to it. Etta Candy's a little lame. I liked her better in the uh, live-action movie. Yeah. And Steve Trevor is just Steve Trevor. Yeah. That's it. Wonder Woman was portrayed much better in the Justice League movies in this universe. Yes, and all the other adaptations. Every film yeah. she was in, she was better in those films than this one. Exactly. It's this, now, saying that doesn't mean this is a bad film. Right. I still gave it a three out of five. I still like the yeah. yeah. I still like the film. It's just not the best DC movie. Right, and this, again, done. when we do the rankings, guys, we just do it based on the continuity we're talking about. Yeah. You know, like if we would do our, like you guys did for your Spider-Man, that was yeah. so I was away from my honeymoon. 
you guys ranked it based on Spider-Man films. You didn't yeah. rank it on actors. You didn't rank it on, like... Exactly. You know, according to the rest of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, the criteria sweet. Yeah. Short. So, it's not... Again, not saying any of these are bad films. These are the reasons why they landed this way on this ranking yes. list. Speaking of landing this way on the ranking list, Go. I'm going to talk about my number 15. Yes. Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Uh, when we Before our technical difficulties happened yesterday, you were like, why the fuck would you put it so low? Understandably... Uh, it is boring compared to Justice League War. Okay. I are I, I know I'm going to compare it to the live action movie, and this did come out before the live action movie. But I already saw the live action movie before I watched this. Yeah. So seeing this again, but this time with Batman, still cool. Eh. The, the Justice League still has yet to be fully fleshed out in this timeline. Some of the characters like Green Lantern and Flash are kind of just there, and they don't really do much. And yes, it is an Aquaman origin story, but I saw it in the Jason Momoa movie, and I think they handled it a little bit better because they didn't have to juggle the entire Justice League. Okay. Oh, they only had to juggle Mera, Orm, and uh, Aquaman. Okay. So I put it pretty low. It's not a bad movie. It's just, eh. I didn't really dig it. I didn't like the storylines they had in there. Even though I do like Jeff Johns' New 52 run. That makes sense. Like, it's not bad. It's just that it's not I also read the New 52 run, so I know this, and I'm like, whatever. Yeah, and I get that. I, and I get it. It's what like, is your number 15, James? My number 15, I just want to double check the actual uh, setup. I was, yesterday I was like confused by which movie it was, and I'm like, no, it's the same. And I was like, this is why I didn't like it. Um, which is Teen Titans, uh, Just League versus Teen Titans is number 15 for me. Um, yes, I know it's based on the Wolfman Perez story, which I really enjoy. Very loosely, though. But very loosely. It's very loosely. Um, it just Raven and Starfire. Because the way the movie opens up, um, it's not even in this movie. It's actually in Judas Contract with the way the movie opens up with the flashback. Yeah, which was should have been. Just which should have been in. It should have been a movie itself. That yeah, that movie. And that's what makes. That's why when you compare it to the rest of the film, like that whole opening flashback should have been like, oh yeah, this takes place when they were younger, and establishing the scene. That scene should have been in this movie. Oh, just a quick aside for Judas Contract. I know we're jumping the gun. You know how Jericho was in Judas Contract for a second, then got shot in the head. Yeah. There's an end credit scene I, I where he gets yesterday. back up, but he's not in any of the film. I know that. Ah! That's what I, I, they should have brought him back in Apocalypse Wars, but they didn't. I explained that. That's what my thing yesterday. Yeah, continue. Yeah, continue back to Justice League versus Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why it's so low on my list? One, I don't like to hear versus hero thing. I'm just bored of it. Yeah, it happens too much. It just it happens yeah. all the time. Um, uh, and I don't think Marvel Civil War. I don't <laughs> think that added to the story. With just having the Justice League versus Teen Titans. It's mostly a Damien story. Which I like. The I do like that's the budding start of, like, that's the loosening of Damien as a character and his yeah. budding friendship, learning how to be a friend. Um, but you could be a boy. Yeah, <laughs> a real boy. Um, which you could have done without having the heroes possessed by Trigon and them having to fight the, the, the Teen Titans have to prove themselves by fighting the Justice League. What they could have done is had the old characters from Judas Contract get possessed by Trigon so that they fight Dick, Corey, right. Wally, Speedy, Bumblebee, right. and having fight the, those five, yeah, the, uh, fight the new guys. Calling, and calling it Titans versus Teen Titans. Or just calling it Teen Titans. You were Trigon to, War. Right, or, you know... <laughs> Teen Titan Trigon Strikes. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, that, or the Battle for Your Soul. Like, yeah. Like, Battle for Your Soul. Like, oh, okay, it's the Teen Titans... Fighting this current version, the Teen Titans you're going to get to know and yeah, love. The old Teen Titans and the new Teen Titans. Right, fighting yeah. the new Teen Titans. Oh. And then Cyborg can make an appearance because right. he made an appearance in this one. Yeah, and you'll be like, <laughs> oh, well, hey, because he, he's the liaison still. Yeah. You know, and that could have been the better film. Mm-hmm. I think this film kind of, that's why it kind of dawdles. Yeah, I put mine up a little bit higher, but I can see why you're putting it low. Because I'm like, it, that's why, because like the, the setup, like, I, it was a character building for characters that we didn't know. Yeah. I'm like, I really wish we got a film with those characters beforehand. 
yeah. and not have it versus to just sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why it's kind of low. So what's your 15? My 15 was the Throne of Atlantis. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I guess I'll do my 14. Yeah. Which is Throne of Atlantis. <laughs> Uh, so not my, much higher. Not much higher. higher. The reason why I like it better than uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans um, is because one, I like the, the storyline better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that it's a, a pretty much an Aquaman origin film. Yeah. Um, but what makes me why it's so low on my list because it ends up getting so muddled in it that the fact that it is a Justice League movie overall. Yeah, they have to f- mix the Justice League storyline with the with Aquaman storyline too much. Right. Like we get like and we'll I think talk the Aquaman about... story. If they just made it an Aquaman movie. Yeah. Besides what we got from Jason Momoa, this would have been great. Yeah. But then throwing in Batman, Superman, Hal Jordan, everybody <laughs> muddled it up. Muddles Cyborg it. was here too. Yeah, like, and wow. it, it muddles it. So that's why it's yeah. so low on my list. Because yeah. it seems like, and this is where I get the whole, you're trying to do too much mentality in movies. When you go, I want this in there, but I also want this. And just shove that in there. But like this original story, you're, you're losing the flavor of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with an Aquaman straight up movie. Yeah. Uh, so what is your 13? Uh, 14. Your 14, yes. 14 is Reign of the Superman. Boring. Ooh. Boring. Uh, you'll like where I put Death of Superman. Um, Reign of the Superman is super fucking boring in my opinion. Because Clark doesn't come back until halfway through the, like more than halfway through the film. Yeah. We have to see Eradicator who is probably one of the better side characters but lame. Mm. We get to see Cyborg Superman and they butchered Hank Henshaw by making him like too tied to Darkseid. That's fine. I, I didn't like I it. Don't, it. It works with the overall DC animated universe. Have, that's how you Because it comes after Justice League you War. Have right to look, yeah, you have to look at it that one. But I just didn't like it. Okay. I don't care about Steel. I never liked him. He's, his armor's cool. <gasps> no, oh my, it's because he's black. Thank God you said it. <laughs> no, I just, I never liked him. Right. It's just, it's Iron Man with a hammer. I don't care. I like Iron Man more. It's just war, yeah, war machine with a hammer. You're missing, no, you're missing the whole point behind Steel, but whatever. I know, it's inspired by There's a whole, man can do anything. I get it. It's just the whole point. He's the, he's the man of Steel. Yeah, I get it. He's a, but the only storyline I really cared about was the Superman coming back and the Superboy story. Because you're a child. I thought Superboy was fun. I just wish they called him the Metropolis Kid. I thought that would have been funny. That would have been uh, Having him be Superboy was fun. Having him hit on Lois was hilarious. That was funny. And like I, I liked Rain Wilson as uh, Lex. I thought he did really well. At first, I didn't really like it. When I watched Death, I was like, this is a weird Lex Luthor voice. But once you get further into the universe, it's it's fine. Right. He appears in like three or four movies. Uh, yeah. And he's, you know, it's great. I just didn't like every other side story. And then the end, where Lois gets trapped on the ship with them, and then she's fighting with gravity, and she's not somehow... There's a hole in the fucking <laughs> ship, and she's not suffocating? <laughs> what? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, it's low. It's not a bad one. Again, none of these are bad. No. I just... Hank Henshaw. I love Hank Henshaw, and they made a booby. And that's your number 13, right? That's my number 14. That's your 14. All right. So what's your 13? My 13 is Teen Titans Judas Contract. Okay. I put a spoiler, Justice League Teen Titans is 12 for me. Um, But Judas Contract, I felt like, was a little bit more boring than the original Teen Titans movie in this universe. The only thing it had going for it was more Nightwing, but they had a lot of Nightwing in Bad Blood. Mm. And I thought they did better Bad Blood Nightwing. And also, they only have Dick Grayson in this red suit for just this movie, and I thought it was fucking stupid. Just why? Because he goes from blue in the other movies so to red, red here, yeah. and then back to blue, blue. in Apocalypse. It was, why? Right. Why? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Right now. Because at this point, when this movie came out, Rebirth was happening. Yeah. It's not like this came out during New 52. Yeah. It was Rebirth, so he was blue. Whatever. But uh, yeah, it was just boring compared to it. Like, we already saw all the uh, stuff that we needed to see about the other Teen Titans in... 
the first movie. The only thing we got was Terra, but watching the Teen Titans animated show and reading the Marv Wolfen book, I already know what Terra's gonna do, so I don't need to see it a third time. Also, it's still creepy no matter what era they do it in where her and Slade are, like, hooking up. Ugh. Yeah, at least no they matter what reason At least they don't confer. At least Slade never says he's done anything. Right. Like, Slade always denies trying, it. Yeah, she, she's trying. Yeah, uh, in the uh, comics, I'll they're get, like, it totally happened. I'll get to it in, the, in, in this, my, they're like, no, I'll get no. to it why in my ranking why. Yeah, I just did not like Judas Contract as much. And the whole Jericho thing, it wasn't even about Jericho. No. It wasn't Judas Contract originally about Jericho. In some capacity? No, it's about... Uh, it was more of like a Slade story. A Slade, so seen. Slade shows up because he's hired to go after the uh, Titans yeah. from Hive. Um, Which was what they had here. Right. Um, and but Jer- his, but they didn't even mention reasoning behind Jericho his, being his kid. Uh, which they don't in the book either. Oh, okay. um, it's a big story because uh, uh, Ravager, his son, dying against the Titans. Yeah, killed Jason, by, I think? Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, the other one. The yes. brown-haired one. Yeah, he gets killed, by, and that's why he takes the contract to begin with. Yeah. He, it's like a revenge story. Um, Nightwing becomes Nightwing in that story. Uh, again, this is... Yeah. You know, Nightwing becomes Nightwing in that story. Um, Jericho shows up, and they they find out that like, he may or may not be a good guy. They find out that like, he's uh, Deathstroke's son, and that's the way he finds out he's Deathstroke's son. Yeah. So... They didn't even cover that at all. Yeah. Jericho shows up for two seconds, has no speaking... Which he doesn't because he's a mutant. The yeah, but it, they don't. They don't say that. Yeah. you just know he's Jericho. Yeah, and then he gets shot in the head, and in the end credit scene he comes back. Right. But then he's not in any other film. Right. So I'll get to we that. We needed line. one more Teen Titan film. Yeah. That had Superboy and Donna Troy in it. We'll get to that. Yeah. <sighs> we'll get to that. That'll be right at the end before we close. Right. Because we. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I jump to my thirteen, which is Son of Batman. Um, wow, man, that's really low for you. It's really low. Um, and the only reason what I think the date. I'm not a fan of Damien to begin with. I liked the adaptation they went with Batman R.I.P. But, uh, sorry, with uh, Batman and Son. But what made it so good in Batman and Son compared to this is that they, the dynamic was them uh, fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was really a battle for Damien's place in the in the book. Because yeah. he had Dick. He had he, he, he had all the Robins already. Had, oh, no, Tim, Tim wasn't around. Tim was Robin in the book. Oh, in the book. I thought in you the book. the movie. In no, the no. Movie, there is no Tim in the movie. The movie canon only has... Damien and Dick, and then Jason's mentioned in Apocalypse War, I think. Right. And that's I it. think so. Maybe. I can't Joker, remember. Joker mentions him in one of the movies. Yeah. Um, so that's what I mean as a throwaway. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the problem with there's no... Him showing up going, oh, well, I get why they did it. And I get it makes sense because he's the, he's the current Robin in books. He's the current and Robin. also having Batman become a father is like a huge thing. Yeah, it's huge. But I like that. I like that part of it, but I think the, the thing you, miss, you missed out on was like... Damien and Tim fighting each other for supremacy for Bruce's affection mm-hmm. and attention of why, what was going on. Tim struggled with maybe he's being replaced or not. Yeah. Um, Dick um, trying to control Damien and getting that older brother uh, scene. We get that later on in it yeah. in Teen Titans and Teen Titans with the two of them. But you kind of miss out on that and him and then Damien showing up and going, oh, well, I'm not just your son, I'm your better. Yeah. You know, and in the movie, you kind of just get the father son, the surprise father aspect of the movie, and that's why I missed I missed out on Batman that. Batman doesn't even react how you think he does. He goes, "Right, oh okay, sure, I'll take the kid." In the also, comics, he's like, "No, what?" And that's, and that's me talking about it as an adaptation, but as a movie as a whole, and I'm like, "It's okay." I'm yeah. like, I, "The Batman father story is kind of cool," but I'm like, "It's okay." This was the first Batman movie, so I was surprised how good it was. It was just for me. It was just meh. For me, it was okay. It was just yeah. it was just okay. Again, it's not bad. I, I still give it a four out of five yeah. as a movie, but on this on the list, I'm like, it's not the most exciting. It's not the most. It's it's more character driven because it is a solo movie, but it's okay because the story they chose to ad, ad, adapt 
mm-hmm. was kind of meh. Yeah. All right, so I'll go to my 12th, which I know you, you hate. It's Constantine City of Demons. Yes, I hate it because mine is so much higher. <laughs> the, and, but I just love Constantine more than you, so. And I, I, mean, and, maybe. I, I, I did, and again, I like Constantine. I love Constantine as a character. Yeah. The reason why, and my main knock on the film, one is I did watch this like right before we you recorded watched this like yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> I watched my pre recorded yesterday, trying to record yesterday. Yeah. Um, so what happened, happening is that I watched it. I watched it with my wife, actually. She liked it. Um, I watched it. I was like, this is okay. But because it was broken down as a TV show. Yeah, on the CW. And on the C, by the way, on the C, because originally I thought it was going to be like multiple episodes. It's only two episodes. And they're, they're oh, max. 45 minutes each? 45. It was like five minutes. Uh, five episodes. It was when it was originally dropping on Seed. Okay. They condensed them down to a full season. It goes full season one, full season two. Yeah. As a half hour, and then 45 minutes is the other one. Yeah. So you watch them back to back. Which I don't mind that, even. Mm-hmm. Um, with the ads and everything, I still don't mind that. The biggest problem was that the the story in the in, in the the movie is that there's a whole setup with these five demons that he has to take down, but he literally takes them down in one yeah because he 20 finds, minute he finds scene. the death god and yes then he's done and he's done. I'm like so, and it wasn't even like hard research. Like he does it. He just knows who to go. He's like I know a guy. Well, he was going through like the the scene setup. Like him and Chaz are sitting there and they're going through. Um, he's he's checking out on the internet and he finds him. I'm like you could have done that at any point. Yeah. You know, so this whole five demons story that was so hyped and why Nagal couldn't take over LA, mm-hmm. and this death guy that's sitting there takes out all five of them, and mm-hmm. Nagal couldn't take out any of them. Yeah. All you gotta do is take the death god on Nagal then. Yeah. That's the whole hole in but the, then he the ends plot. Up killing the death god because he's like, "Yeah, hey, fuck you." Right. I'm like, that's the whole hole in the plot. Mm-hmm. Where like he could be like, "All right, death god, I have you. You killed all these five that Nagal couldn't take on his own. I need you to do one more thing, and I'll let you live, and then betray him at the end while he takes out Nagal." Yeah. So I'm like, that's that's the whole. It's just a glaring plot hole mm-hmm. when you look at the film as a whole. Also, I think that it should have been. This should have been actually a TV show, not a movie. Well, like I said, originally it was. And <laughs> but they were they weren't even really a full TV show. Yeah. This should have been an actual like se- like season or a series. Yeah, like how the Ray was. Right, it's, and even then, that's Dixon. not even great because there was like yeah, ten minutes things too. These should have been full half hour episodes. Yeah, you know, and spread out the movie because like, oh, you could show Constantine going on the hunt to t- figure out why and these five, each, and then he could de- defeat each demon by himself. Right, instead of having all five show up and then, and then killed in a ten minute scene. Yeah. And then go, oh, yeah, the guy that beat them, I betrayed them, and that's it. And, yeah. I, and then I beat one of those gods, those demons by myself anyway. Mm-hmm. They should have just done that in the NBC show, right after the uh, the Dr. Fate arc that they wanted to do. Right, or whatever <laughs> they want to. But yeah. Yeah, that's why it's so low. Like, the, the, plot, the, the plot hole is so big, I can't get around it. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so low. Everything else is great. Yeah. My number 12 is Justice League versus Teen Titans. It's not low on the list, but it's not high on the list. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever, basically whatever you were talking about, like, it's... The, the heroes versus heroes trope is annoying. I wish we got better Teen Titans fleshed out. Juggling Teen Titans and Justice League because they each have five plus members on their team. Yeah. Really annoying. Plus, this is the first time Hawkman, I think, is introduced and he has no lines. And he doesn't have any lines until Apocalypse War where he screams. That's it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, that's, you know, that's my number 12. All right. Uh, my number 11 is Justice League War. Ooh. I know, right? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It's just compared to the other movies, I really like the, uh, the other ones a lot more. Mm-hmm. This movie is the first one after Flashpoint that sets up the new, the new universe. Yeah. This is the origin for Cyborg. It's the origin for That's kind it. of Superman. Not really. They just say, oh, hey, Superman's here. Yeah. You know? 
And then Batman showing up being like, hey, look, I know who you are. Yeah. And then Superman <laughs> uses x-ray vision to, uh, to see who uh, Batman is. And that was so funny. Um, but if you watch either cut of the Justice League movie, I don't know, this came out before the Justice League movie, but if you watch either cut of the Justice League movie, it's just this. Except minus Shazam. Well, why I, don't, this why, I know, I know I'm, I'm comparing it just because this is me, me and movies. I just, yeah, I, that's why I try not to compare it to the live yeah. action stuff because it's going like, to be... I, I've already seen it is what I'm saying. That's yeah. why it's so long. Well, I've already seen this happen. Get, and I feel like that's you're going to get that way anytime they do an ad, uh, 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 adaptation or an uh, animated movie of a storyline, we're going to see a version of it live action at some point. Yeah. Like, Crisis, if they did like, an animated version of Crisis, yeah. we have a book version, we have an animated version, we have a live action version. And we have the TV version. Yeah, the TV yeah. version. Yeah, so it's like... It's hard. That's why I try not to compare them to the live action stuff. I keep them out of it because it's so it's so um, it one's completely different medium. Yeah, but uh, we get the Shazam, Shazam. We don't even get an origin for Shazam in this universe. He's no, just he shows there. Up. Cyborg, we get an origin for, which we sh- you know whatever. It was fine. I think it was done better here than in the Snyder movie. But I was compared to the book. I don't. I read it so long ago when yeah. it first came out. I watched this last week. Yeah, or two weeks ago. But um, you know, I, eh. That's why it's number eleven. <laughs> what did you? What's your number right, so eleven? So my number eleven is Teen Titans Judas Contract. Yeah. Uh, so they're pretty low still. It's so low under and, the top ten. Yeah. The only reason why it's this low is because the payoff at the end is completely lost. And Jericho because, mm-hmm. and the Jericho thing only hits if you know your Teen Titans history. Yeah. So I knew who he was. And I was like, cool. If you want to know Teen Titans history, check our Teen Titans Ology one hundred and one episode. Yeah, we talked about Teen Titans for like. Ever, yeah, <laughs> um, but that's why it's so low on my list because that that whole payoff you're waiting you're like you know it's Jericho you know it's Jericho and then the fact that he comes back at the end spoiler uh, at the end in a post credit scene you're like oh wow that's pretty cool what if they're gonna do another Teen they Titans movie oh uh, same thing with because um, they introduced Donna Troy when the Beast end. Boy is on yeah, not introduced her but he's on the, the podcast with Kevin Smith yeah and he's like oh yeah and Kevin goes oh is this the new replacement for Tara. Or is, is that too shitty to say to you? And he's like, no, no, it's fine. We're, we're still working through the kinks. She's new. And that's it. And then she yeah. appears in Apocalypse War. Stop and screaming. She, <sighs> and she appears in Apocalypse War. And as we get there, shit happens. Yes. I just, I just want to scream because we know. need another Teen Titans movie. I know. And we'll, they get, introduce Superboy. we'll talk about that later. That's another part of the episode. <sighs> this episode is going to be really long. I know. Well, that's when you did 16 movies you're ranking. Mm-hmm. So... That's why it's so low. Yeah. I do agree with you. That's mm-hmm. why, but that's also why it's low. Why, but why it's up higher than the others? Because I think the story, it's still a better fleshed out story. Cause I like to see the, there's a better character driven, character created story. For a a Dick and Corey have a good Dick relationship. Dick Corey, Damian Raven are building up there. Uh, Beast Boy and Jamie. They're giving Blue Beetle something to do. Right, they're doing a lot, <laughs> there's a lot more character development in this movie. And, and I think we have cool. a lot of Terra development, yes. which I think is good, which even though we, we know who Terra is. And it's the whole uh, Terra Deathstroke relationship. And so she's the one initiating it, and I'm so glad that they did it that way. And Deathstroke's not like, fervent. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm good. Because yeah, well, he says, no, we'll do it when we're done, but you know he's not going to do it. Because he, he obviously throws her to the fishes. Yeah. Throws her to the sharks. And yeah. Fishes. That, he just fucking goes, thing. yeah, whatever, hook her up to the machine too, I don't care. Yes. So, uh, that's really why. And I like that that's the version they chose, not yeah. the, they're both in it mutually. Yeah, they both want to make out, and I'm like, ugh. Ugh, I don't like that. Now time for the top Ten, ten, so ten. we're gonna do this. Uh, my top ten uh, is my number ten is Batman Hush, and a lot of people hate this movie. Um, and I will, by sole reason, without go, there's only one reason why. It's a great adaptation. It's almost verbatim for the book. So if you love it, love the book. I love the book. 
the twist is very different, and we will not spoil the twist because that's a big part of the movie. I was movie. about to yell about it. I know you can't. We just can't spoil the twist for this. They make blank into a blank movie. Why? Yeah. Yes, that's why. <laughs> ah. that's, but that's also why it's my number ten. Uh, it's it's my number nine. Spoiler. It's my number nine. I just and it's funny because it's, it's higher than mine. Barely. Um, yeah. I, my and, number ten is Son of Batman. Okay. It's a good Batman movie. It's the first Batman movie, but the other Batman movies that come out are better than this. And then for Hush, I like the blue suit. So I saw him roll by while recording on a giant wheeled bicycle <laughs> with a the big one wheel. Right. <laughs> what a champion. I was like, I'm not seeing things right. But that's why. So that twist, I like personally. I, I personally love it. Batman Hush is one of my favorite stories of all time. But that's why I read the book. I didn't want to see it coming. Yeah. So that's why. I'm glad that it wasn't exactly like what I knew. But right when they did that thing to Elliot, I was like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. So and that's... They, so they dicked me over. We'll get to your number 10, which you said it was Son of Batman. My number 10 was Son of Batman. It was pretty good. It was just a Batman story. And then my number 9 was Hush, which we just talked about. What's your number 9? My number 9 is Batman vs. Robin. That's my number 8. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> We're getting down to the wire. Yeah. So no, but it's the reason why it's my number 9. It's because... Um, it was okay. And it should, actually, when I thought about it, it should have been lower on my list. I'm glad Suicide Squad is really high on your list. It's high on my list, too. I love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but um, the reason why it's number nine, I like the story around it. Yeah. I, again, it, I, why it's so much higher when I put, put this list together originally, mm-hmm. um, and even going over it a couple times uh, again, was that I like the character-driven notion of the movie. Yeah. Even though I don't like Damien... I like the character-driven notion of the movie. Yeah, and Weird Al was in this one. Yes, he was. Weird Al was a doll face or doll yes. maker or whatever. And I, that's what, like I said, that's why I liked it. It was a longer... It was, the story itself was not based off of anything. Yeah. It was a, kind of just a Batman and Robin movie and Batman and Robin going on his own. Yeah. And I liked that whole dynamic. And this, that this is the better movie than Batman and Son. So that's why... Because Batman and Son exists as a movie in this franchise. Yeah. This is the better movie. That's why it's right tired for me. So what is your number eight, you said? My number eight was Batman versus Robin. What is your number eight? But why was Batman versus Robin your eight? It's basically, the, me and you have them so close right now that whatever you say is basically what I yeah. say. My so, number eight is Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Oh, mine's so much higher. I, I was giving you props. I was like, I mean, it's still top ten, which is good territory. Yes. I <laughs> love Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. I, you'll it, see where mine is. I fucking love this It's such a great movie. It's so tied into the universe. Dude, I, and I love the title, Hell to Pay. Mwah! It's icing so, on the Italian kiss cake. Yeah, you know, it's so good. <laughs> it's a great It's a great Suicide Squad movie. I love that it's rated R. Um, it's the only one that's rated R, I think, except for the last Apocalypse, one. Yeah, yeah because yeah, because uh, yeah. <laughs> that gets me. Um, <laughs> and I will not. Uh, uh, it's such a good movie. It's such an original story. It's literally original. Story. I don't think I've ever done it. You, they, they give uh, Amanda Waller cancer, yep. and she wants to get a get out of hell free card because she knows she's dying. Yeah, because she knows she's gonna die. And then the characters they choose, they have um, Boomerang, Holly Quinn, um, Killer Frost, Killer Deadshot, Fr- and then King Cobra. Copperhead. Copperhead, yeah. I, I think the male version. Yeah, there's, there's a male version. There's only a male version. There's um, male and female. Yeah, there's a l- later on. Yeah, but um, and they, they use them all to their best abilities, yeah. and I think it's great. And Ross Tiger's great. He yeah, looks like and the, secret, and the secret <laughs> villain in the movie. Oh, yeah, my God. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it when, when you get to your part. For me, it's next. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess your number, what? Your number... My number seven. Yeah. Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. What were you number eight? Batman vs. Oh, yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. It was the first one. I watched it so long ago. I didn't rewatch it in this new run. Okay. But um, I remember being it being great, but I like what they did with all the other characters later on. And I, it's a surprise to see this movie is the first one. Because they introduced Aquaman two movies later. <laughs> like three movies later, and they're like, this is his origin. And yeah. they introduced Cyborg three movies later. And Shazam three movies later. Yeah. It's crazy to see, like, they had all these characters. 
And then just Flash is the only one who's, like, canon. Yeah. But apparently, like, if... So there's, like, an extended timeline in this universe. Yeah. Where Flashpoint is the start of the, quote-unquote, new universe, which is where we get New 52 from. Yeah. But if you watch all the other animated movies, there is, like, a small thing that ties them all together. They're not. Uh, this they is just s- an expanded thing that, um... Then Flashpoint fucks it all up. Well, no, because, um... They said straight up the other movies aren't canon to each other because, like, Superman Doomsday isn't canon to Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, and Superman... Uh, like, the Superman, only one, Batman, Apocalypse. Uh, yeah, those are tied. Those are the only two that are canon to each other. The rest are just one shot. Like, yeah, super, they, like, I was reading something there that said you could tie them all together if you wanted to. Except for Justice League Frontier. Super, super mega loosely. Yeah, who cares? Like, not even... Like, not even... You couldn't. Because Doomsday happens, there is no... Yeah, there's a whole... Like, that's the whole reason why, like... There's a whole reason why you don't. Um, but yeah, it makes no sense why... Anyway, Flashpoint's the first one. Yeah. It was weird. You think they would do Flashpoint after they did the first two movies, because then it, they do War, they right. introduce everybody they need, then they do Throne of Atlantis, they introduce Aquaman, yeah. and then you do Flashpoint as the third Justice League movie. Right. It's, it shows you all the characters you know, and then start, flipped them around, right. and then you introduce the other side characters, right. like Zoom. I don't mind, um, and it's going to why Flashpoint is a lot higher on my list, but I won't yeah. go into some reason, um, but it makes sense why... And I'll tell why later on. So my number seven is Reign of Superman. I uh, see it's not that high. I thought it was much no, higher. No, it's not, not I that it much higher. No, my top five is way different. Uh, Reign of Superman, I love the movie. Cause I love I love seeing all the... the Reign of Superman is one of my favorite storylines of all time. Yeah. And seeing an adaptation... And it's such a close adaptation to the movie. Yeah, the I know it is pretty close. Um, Same with Death of Superman. And be, because... Because going back to t- talking about that Superman Doomsday movie that came mm-hmm. out years ago... Um, it was a mix of Death and Rain together, but, like, they didn't do any of the cool stuff, which Rain and Superman, this movie and the book did, which introduced a world without Superman. Yeah. And, and the, the It was the depressing, holes, honestly. Yes. I almost cried. And the holes that in was both filled. movies. It was the holes that were filled. It's great. I yeah. love... It was such a good movie. I love Superboy. I love Steel. I love Eradicator. is one of my favorite characters. I like how they used the new Eradicator. Yes. Yeah. That's what that, also that made it so my, cool. Yeah, that was one of the cool ones. So that's why it's my number seven. So what's your... Oh, I'll, just, I'll do my number six yeah, then. What's your number six? My number six is Justice League War. Oh, I was about to say. Justice League War is my yeah. number six. That's pretty high. It's pretty high because it's the first movie. Technically. I mean, outside of the new timeline. Time. Yes, the new timeline. <laughs> um... I like it. Again, it's one of those, it's almost verbatim for the adaptation, minus yeah, certain things. It's all the origins. So, I liked it. It was good. Uh, and it, it, it's nostalgic. Yeah. That's the reason why it's so much higher. And it's such that. an impact of all the characters. It's all the characters at their best. Yeah. It's like, when you think of Superman, that's Superman. That, when you think Batman, that's Batman. Yeah, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Woman. Shazam. They, they're all yeah. who they're supposed to be mm-hmm. in this one, and you get them all on the peak in this one movie. Except for, except for Hal Jordan. I feel like they yeah. make him more they of show, a dick. Yeah, but that's also... Yeah, Hal Jordan it. is a dick, but right. they make him more of a dick. Look at it from the adaptation, that's why. Don't worry. Green Lantern's got this. <laughs> Hilarious. I love right. that. I love that moment. That's a meme. Right, so what's your number six? Just Sleep Dark. Okay. Yeah, which means yours is ranked higher. Mm-hmm. Damn, son. No. Just League Dark, um, I really liked it. I love how Batman was getting introduced to magic. And Constantine was kind of like, yeah, this is all the random bullshit we normally go through. And Batman's like, yeah, okay, um, I don't know what's happening, but whatever. And then Etrigan's there, and he's great. And they introduced Swamp Thing briefly in both the Just League Dark movies. But it's, it's just cool to see, like, and Dead Man, I didn't like how strong his Boston accent was. Okay. I was like, even though it's not Mark Wahlberg, yeah, I was like, this is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I know. Like, Mark Wahlberg is here. Because, like, you know Boston Brand is from Boston. That's what we're But, you, but when you read him as a comic character, I never read him with a thick Boston accent. No. They gave him the thickest Boston accent ever. I was like, what's no. happening? But it was pretty good. And I like how they introduced Orchid and the living, yes. the living house thing. I thought it was cool. House mystery. Yeah. All right, guys, we are now into our top five. Our top five. 
Hi, Hunter. You want to do your number five? Constantine, City of Demons. Why? Hell yeah, Matt Ryan. Constantine was great. I loved the TV show more than I think anyone ever did. I think it's one of my favorite TV shows, like, not of all time, you but, like, it's pretty up there. You love it more than anyone else ever did. Yeah. I know. It's fair. And, um, I don't know, it, it was just really good. It reminded me of that. It reminded me of the CW, and it reminded me, because I watched this, like, almost after I watched this Sleep Dark. Right. So seeing more Constantine content, and it kind of fitting into the universe, and it being an origin story for a character who we didn't get an origin story for in either of the movies, it's cool. Cool. That's why I think the writer said it does fit into this universe. Oh, and absolutely, you can does. make it because you can if you don't know who Constantine it. is, it fits directly into this. If you it's his this, origin, like Constantine, Demons, Justice Dark, and then Justice Dark Apocalypse War, yeah, and it's that a trilogy. Only, it's a trilogy. Or if you watch Constantine first, then do Justice League Dark movies, mm-hmm. it's like he's solo. Then after he does his shit, he loses all his friends. He gets new friends. Yes, and so then. Works. Yeah, I just wish they had a night nurse in the other movies. Because she was fun. Yes. Even though she was only there for a little bit, she was fun to have. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy, and then she turned into a weird purple monster, and I was like, oh, I don't remember her doing that. <laughs> about no more in this. About this. <laughs> yeah, so what's your five? Death of Superman. What? You're still only five? You're going to love my placement for it, dude. <laughs> Damn. Uh, this is a man. It's, again, one of my favorite stories. I, one, I think I love the adaptation version of it. It's literally, like, this is a man, the entire run of it condensed to a movie. Yeah. It's super sad. Uh, dude, I almost dude, I knew it was gonna happen. The movie's called The Death of Superman. And you know you're I die. knew he was gonna die. But at the end, if Courtney wasn't in the room, I would have cried like a baby. Well, I didn't know Rain was coming out. So when I was like, Oh, oh I, I knew they were die, out. I knew he was coming, but also of course he's coming back. Well oh, so, well I thought he was gonna die and come back and that's gonna be the entire movie. Oh, you didn't know he was gonna die I for a know whole like Rain six months. Was, yeah, Rain was coming he out. He died for six months, months and they released um Batman not Batman Hush. No, they didn't release anything in between. No, it was just he just died for a whole six months. Yeah, I was like, Oh shit. And they jump in six months later in the uh, Real time, yeah. And I thought that was cool. That's great. Uh, Death of Superman was great. I loved everything about it. I love the action. I love the story. I love how everyone's like, yeah, no, Superman is going to get murdered. I love how they introduced Bibbo. Oh, dude, and yeah. And I was like, my man! Yo, the <laughs> fact that Doomsday murders is just like, at one point, like, they're Doomsday fighting. Doomsday fucks the- him up. It's yeah, not even a Justice League movie, and the whole Justice League's there. Yeah, and they're getting stopped the entire yeah. movie. Like, Batman, like, I-, I love how Batman tries to do things. Dude, Batman's sitting on a signpost, and all of a sudden, like, Doomsday throws a card, and he goes, shit, and he just drops yeah, down, dude, it's I'm so like, great. Oh, it's so good. It's the, the reckoning, and just, like, and how powerful Superman is, and what he means. Yeah, and then Doomsday, and Flash is running around him, Doomsday just goes, Yeah. and then Flash just flies out. It's such a great, it's such so a great good. movie. Uh, you're number five. Uh, it was Constantine. Yeah. Number four. Four. Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Okay. I fucking love this movie. Okay. Floyd Lawton is great. Christian Slater, even better. Um, Harley Quinn, I didn't really care for, and I'm glad they didn't make her main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bronze Tiger, I loved his story, and I loved how they handled his ending yep. with the whole hell, the hell card. And if you actually read the sequel comic book... There's a tie-in. Yeah, it's a tie-in to it. It takes place directly after this, mm-hmm. and it's canon to the universe. Yes, it is. Um, it adds Bane and King Shark in it, I yeah. think. And... Um, Amanda Waller is looking for more stuff to keep her alive yeah. because she knows this. She's like, this may or may not work. Let's try to get another thing. So she wants more magic. Yeah. But like, just it's just such a good book, uh, yeah. such a good movie. Like, it's such good. Oh, it's good. I love the character dynamics. I love how Floyd is actually done way better here mm-hmm. than he is with the Will Smith version. Because <laughs> like the Will Smith version was like, my greatest dream is to shoot the Batman. This one is like, my greatest dream is to be with my daughter who kind of hates me. And I love how he went off on his own at one point. And oh, dude, Boomerang is great. All his boomerang puns made me laugh every time. No matter how stupid they were, loved him. Oh, God. I loved him. All right, so I'll do my number four, which is Justly Dark. Apocalypse? Oh, regular oh, one. Regular okay. one. Just really, Justly Dark is my number four. Yeah. Um, one, because I have bias, I got to see it with Matt Ryan. Um, you son of a bitch. Because my friend got me <laughs> tickets. Thank you, Philip. Yeah. Uh, He'll be on the show eventually. Yes, he will. I will get him on the show one day. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um... <laughs> 
So it was really cool. Um, I loved it. That was rated R. I hate that Batman was in it. My only, I think it my works gripe, because if you watch all the movies, it works to have him in it. Yes. But if you if he wasn't there, it, nothing would change. Right. I, that's the my only thing. thing is, I liked it because he was like, oh, yeah, he's learning about magic. And yes, he's, like, he's, he's a straight bullshit. man. And, and yeah. He's a straight man. That Which knows I think they kind of you need needed a grounded you, person. You do. Because you if do. you don't have him, I just everyone else is crazy and stupid. I just get tired of Batman. That's fair. You know, I could have done that. You could have done that with anyone else. Well, they did it with Superman and the other one. Right. <laughs> so we'll get yeah. there. So um, that's my whole point. Like that's why it's it's so it's a great movie. I love they explore magic throughout the entire yeah. thing. It magic actually works very well. I love that Faustus is one of the bad guys. Yeah. Um, I love that the the House of Mysteries in, uh, involved that Orchid's part of the House of oh, Mystery. Really. And in Suicide Squad, they have Doctor Fate. Yeah. And he's like some muscle bound dude, voiced by Greg Grunberg. Yeah. And I was like, I love how they. Just sneak Doctor Fate into the universe in an off movie instead of putting him in Justice League Dark. Dark yeah, they were like, "Here's him in Hell to Pay," and he's like a stripper. I thought that was funny. Continue. Sorry. So yeah, no, that's fine. That's why I like Justice League Dark. Yeah, I they sprinkle magic in throughout the entire universe yeah, instead and, of just in Justice League Dark. Right, and Wonder Woman has it too. Right, and they and they also make they also they also make magic make sense yeah. and they explain it very well. Yeah. All right, so we're into entering the top three. So I'll start with the top three with Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Wow, that's your number three. For number three. Wow. Um. Wow. Number three, because um, again, it's it's a great adaptation. The ending, uh, what gets me is my favorite part of the movie is um, how he gets shot in the head, how Rio yep. gets shot in the head instead of getting stabbed in the book. Yeah. Um, and they bring it back in Hell to Pay. I do not Ooh. say that. That's what I was trying to avoid the spoiler because he's a secret villain in Hell to Pay. He's remember? not a secret villain. Oh, no, he's, he's in really. the whole thing. He is the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's in the whole thing. I forgot that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah no, back. he's not like just at the end. He's in it for like, he's got like ten scenes. Yeah. In it. So I, so, I you know, love... it's cool that it's the same one. Yeah, the same uh, one. We're not gonna explain what he's doing there, right. how he's there, but he is yes. there, and it's the same one. Yes. And they reference Flashpoint, a lot. and <laughs> from 2013, they spent was it five to six years before they say, "Hey, look, he's back." Yeah. So it was really cool. So it's cool. Callback. I love Flashpoint Paradox. It's a great movie. It's a awesome. I want to watch it. I have, my wife hasn't watched it. I really want to watch it with her. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, it's it still a great has the same like Crybaby notes too. Yeah. Dude, it hits every note that, like, the whole... It's great. Mm-hmm. It's a great Flash movie, too. Yeah. That's also why... It's a great solo movie as a Flash story if they never want to do another one. Which they didn't. Oh, uh, and the reason <laughs> why, also, why I like... Why it's so ranked so high is because when this came out, there was supposed to be no reboot after it. It was that just we, a Flash movie. Yeah, it was just called... It was a Flash yeah. movie, and what a great story. Because they were... At that point... We, they didn't know this was going to be the start of Universe. They just They might have... They might have done it. Maybe. They knew. War they knew we was did, the, the public didn't know. Well, just the war they knew was the start. Right. They were like, this is where we're going to start. But Flashpoint, then why, Flashpoint counts, and you're like, oh. Because what's I so cool about it is that that's why I love it so much. Because at the time, they were just making storylines into movies. Like, Wonder Woman was uh, Gods and Monsters. Superman Doomsday was Superman Doom, uh, Death and Rain and Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman, Superman Public Enemies. Superman, Batman, Batman, Superman, uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. uh, Apocalypse, whatever. Uh, whereas those two storylines, you know, Green Lantern First Flight. Uh, uh, I forgot what that Superman was. Superman Shazam. Superman Shazam. They were all random stories. Yeah. So them making this as a movie, going, this is just a random story, but it's a great Flash story to adapt. And then going, yeah. guess what? It actually counts for something greater. And yeah. I, that's why and I love that. they have callbacks. That. Right. And they have callbacks even in Apocalypse War. Yeah. And it's well, what, by the way, we're going to avoid heavy spoilers. Yeah, because it just came out. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, they reference Flashpoint, and I was like, yes! Yeah. So awesome. So that's oh why Flashpoint is my number three. What's yeah. your number three? My number three is just like Apocalypse Wars. <laughs> You, you gotta wait for my not number one and number two. Because, like, they're obviously better movies. You'll see. Um, just like Apocalypse War, I love it. I hate you. I gotta leave. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> just like Apocalypse War, it was just... It was the end game of this universe. Literally. It is. I know. Everyone's there. So watch that. Stuff happens. One. <laughs> There's a time skip. You'll see. There's a time skip. 
Um, so goes to heavy spoiler. I, I'll talk uh, about the good spoilers. stuff. I'll talk about the good yeah, stuff for uh, on my side. Yeah, and then it's cool to see Constantine take another main statement because it's a Justice so like Dark why movie. Why see Superman and Raven? So why is it number three though? Because I like these other two ones better that we'll talk about. What do you mean? Why is it my number three? But what's your main reason why it's number three? Because I like the other two better. Wait, 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 fucking sue me. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, man, it's bizarre. Okay. I, I'm waiting for like a bigger like reasoning. I'm like, no, it's just because I like. The I want to now better. see what your number two are. You will see. You can kind of piece. I can't together. remember actually. Because the list is like as the list Good. went on. I, I I'm surprised anything. we haven't. I'm, I wonder where you're putting one of my. Okay, continue. So what's your uh, number two? My number two is I. Uh, Batman Babylon. Same. Oh, Batman Babylon. Look two. at all that movie. Exactly. It's one of the best Batman oh, movies. Oh my god. I love how dude, it's not even a Batman movie. No, it's, it's the, a Nightwing movie. Yeah. It's a Bat Family oh, movie. Oh, dude. It's so good. Oh good. And the and only reason the background at the end. And that's why it's my number two. <laughs> it wouldn't be my number one if this other movie didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> if you Yeah. Well, you know, you I, can tell my number one now. Yeah, is. Your number one is obviously Apocalypse War. Yeah. If that didn't come out, that would be yeah, number Batman one. Yeah, Batman Babylon was I was texting him while I was watching, I was like, this is such a good fucking movie. It's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Dude, you get the Nightwing relationship, yep. you get Batman not really there, you get Damien dealing with Talia, you get also the uh, fake Damien, yep. you get Katie's origin, yep. and her story is great. Yep. Oh my god, Such so a good cool. movie. So good. So oh, it's so good. It's so good. And uh, and the fact that, oh, why is, why is number two, what if Apocalypse War didn't come out? And if it would have been, yeah, it would have been number two if Apocalypse War didn't come out, and that the stupid friggin' ending, they should have gotten a third movie. Yeah. That would have been a background movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least put her in Teen Titans. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Alright, so, number one. I'll talk about my number one first. Yes. And then you can talk about yours. Yeah. My number one is Death of Superman. Oh, it is yeah, that's so good. fucking amazing. Okay. I kn- the title, like I said before, is called Death of Superman. And you know he's going to die. Mm-hmm. But he's fighting his hardest and he's pulling it out. I'm like, he's got these awesome moments where he's rising back up and finally he does that super punch that spins his head all the way around. And I was like, this is just such a good movie. They hit all the character notes. Lois is great. Yeah. The whole reveal of who Superman is right before he gets killed in the last note. Dude, oh, I wanted to cry so much. I wanted to cry so much. I held it in. I held it in because I knew he was coming back. But like, you know, Jimmy's great even though he's not really there. Uh, Lex is great and the relationship between him and is great. You see um, Lois finally meets the parents. They talk about all his past Smallville encounters. It's just such a cool film to... For the first Superman solo film in the universe to be his death, I think was really cool. Oh, dude, it's like he always appears in all the Justice League movies, and he's basically the main character besides Batman. Yeah, but like having him be his own main character in his own movie and he dies at the end, yeah, that is crazy. I fucking loved it. It was one of when I was watching, I was like, I cannot believe James does not talk about this movie all the fucking time. No. And now that I know it's like, what is it, six or seven? Uh, Is is it your top five? It's my top five. It's 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 number five. It's my number five. Yeah, but. I understand why your Justice League Apocalypse War is your number one. Yeah. But like, how do you not like oh, I love, Death of Superman I love Death the Superman, most? So that's why it I is the best movie in the because all right, so I'll tell you why I love Apocalypse War. Hey, because it's the end game of the universe. No you spoilers. Said it. No, spoilers. no spoilers because no huge spoilers. No fake spoilers. Um, I will not. I even... love the Suicide Squad reference too. Yeah. So good. Yes. King Shark is a shark. So and then right at, mm, and then right at the so end. So that's why it's my number one because it is the end game of the DC universe. Everyone's coming back. Callbacks. Callbacks. Everything is a culmination of yes. We and now then know, we get the time skip too. We all confirm that this is the final movie. The time there is a big time skip in the movie. This it's a setup. It's fantastic. I watched it with my wife and I was like, "This is the best." Holy movie. shit! This, <laughs> I can't. I was not. I was excited for Endgame as much as I was excited for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and let's be fair, Endgame's not my number one movie of Marvel at all. I it's think not, it, it's like my number. I three. think it is my number. It's my number two or three. Um, pretty much still is my number one. Yeah. Um. But this was such a great movie, and I, it, like I'm like watching this movie, I'm like they can't do that. 
Oh, they did that. Dude, yeah. That can't happen. Oh, my God. Oh, they did that. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> I that. I wish we could talk spoilers about I it. I know. Maybe we'll talk spoilers later down the line. Down the line, we will. But, like, oh, my uh, God. Uh, if you want to talk spoilers with us in the shop, definitely. If, if, once we open back up, or shoot us come in and talk about it. Or shoot or whatever, we will us. definitely do that. Because I want to talk about this movie with But it people. was such a great they movie. They do so much stuff. They shaft so many characters. And... But this is why I wanted a Teen Titans movie. Because the Teen Titans get shafted so hard. Oh, they do. I Except for Raven. And we want to spoil why. But, like, dude, there are... Everything you think they wouldn't do, they do. And they, they, they also wall this movie. And, uh, the, 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 the battle at the end. The two, like, you think the, dude, the final battle's crazy? Nope. There's another final dude, there's battle three, that happens. There's three final battles. Yeah. There's three final battles in this movie. And they're all great. And like, you would think, like, oh, come on. No. They're all... Because they just keep yeah. going. Like, oh, that's great. They did this and this, and they just keep, they ran. And then Batman up. sits in the chair. Oh. oh, even though it wasn't exactly the same, it was still so really cool. cool to see him in the chair. Yep, the movie oh, chair. Oh, and dude. then we see all the Green Lanterns. Yeah, so cool. Oh. Besides just seeing Hal and um, yeah, and and uh, John. John, yeah, yeah. So yes, it was super cool to see everybody. It, it was literally you saw everyone. End game of that's yeah. why I was playing number one. So that's all right. That is a fair number one. All right, so we're going to do. Um, Storylines we wish... Uh, so we'll talk about what we would like to see changed. In Obviously a Teen Titans movie. That's, you know, yes. <laughs> so we'll talk about what we'd like to see changed, what we want to see as a movie, and what they could have chopped out. Wonder Woman bloodlines. <laughs> no, so that yeah, doesn't count. That's not a thing. All um, right, so let's... All right, what would you have changed or I, added to the... the I, this I'm story. just going to go with added because I don't really... I wouldn't have changed anything because yeah. if you add the stuff, it fixes my changes. Right. What I, would, what I wanted to have added to the franchise was super, a Flash movie. Okay. Besides so Flashpoint, I want yeah. a different Flash movie. Okay. I would want a Green Lantern movie. Okay. And then I would want Shazam to be a little bit more fleshed out because okay. he's only in two movies. And then I want a Teen Titans movie. I want two Teen Titans movies. One that further goes into the Judas Contract team, unless that we have one change where they do Teen Titans versus Teen Titans in a Justice League. Yeah. I want a better Judas Contract team of the when they were all young when they first met them. Yeah. A better version of that, or at least more time more with them. More of that, yeah. And then I want a movie that comes after Judas Contract, but right before Justice League Dark Apocalypse Wars, yeah. where we see John Kent, uh, Connor Kent join the team, yeah. Batgirl join the team, and Donna Troy join the team. Yes. I would have loved to and see Black those Wally. characters. And who? And Black Wally. He was oh, in yeah, he was in, he was in it for two seconds. Yeah. And Black Wally. Yeah. Like, I would love to see those four characters jump into the Teen Titans team, and I would love to see Dick and Corey leave the team and leave it to Damien and Raven to lead it. Yeah. Just to see, like, because Damien, as those movies progress, he grows farther and farther. Right. I would love to see Dick and Corey leave. Like, Corey can still be around, yeah. but, like, mostly Dick and them, because they get an apartment in um, Judas Contract. Yeah. I'd like to see them fuck off a little bit more, mm -hmm. and then have Damien lead the Teen Titans right. officially, yeah. like he's doing in the comics now. Yes. You know, but the comics is a little weird. Yeah. But um, I would love to see those characters fleshed out into a movie. I don't know. They could have done Who is Donna Troy and the Adventures of Super Sons wait, 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 into we'll, one movie. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's what I would have added. Two, right. two, just, two Teen so, Titans movies. That's kind of what my ads and changes are. Just one Teen Titans movie with all the fixings. So I would have <laughs> same thing. So we're kind of on the same page with ads and changes yeah. that I want more more auxiliary movies that were more like. Get a you know. Get also, a, I would have changed the hush twist. I hated it. That's fine. I, that's 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 whatever. <laughs> but it's because I love hush so much. I know. I would just again. My changes are same. Are kind of the same. More auxiliary movies that will flesh out other characters in the yeah. DC universe, like a Green Lantern solo, uh, another Flash solo, um, Shazam another having Teen more Titans, presence, or like another Teen Titan solo, uh, or like a kind of like um, like those would have been my changes. Like yeah. Changes or adds to the the current stuff that went on. Yeah. So with that said, because we were pretty much on the same page. Yeah. Um. What storyline would you would have adapted, and what would have been your version of that, that adaptation? Oh, jeez. You, throw, you didn't even tell me about this the other day. I did. It's on here. It's on the list. It's list of text check. You texted me something? Yes. Oh, yeah, you did briefly. I didn't look at it. So, what would be three... Like, pick three storylines that you would like to 
to for them to adapt into this universe? Um, and what would be your way to add, add, I like add the current it? Justice League Dark storyline by Tinian. Okay. Where Wonder Woman's leading the team. Okay. If, if, if they took Batman out of Justice League Dark and put Wonder Woman in it okay. and made it more like this with the Smiling Man or whatever his name oh, is, the weird upside guy. Down, yeah. the upside Down Man. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a cool storyline to adapt as another Justice League Dark movie right okay. before Apocalypse Wars. Yeah, so it would have been... I mean, Constantine... It would have been, been Justice League Dark, Justice League Day, uh, Death of Magic or whatever the... Or Dead Magic, whatever it's yeah. called. And then Apocalypse War. Okay. Where Wonder Woman takes center stage instead of getting Bloodlines being her only solo movie where it's kind of only yeah. I think another Justice League Dark movie would have been great. So adapting that okay. storyline would be cool. What would have been number two? I would have liked to have seen um, Nightwing get his own solo Movie? Not like his own solo movie, but more of like uh, the Bloodhaven storylines. Oh. Where Nightwing goes off on his own. Okay. Or at least he talks about it more, because he barely... Get, yeah. When he gets screen time, it's mostly, I'm wrapped in Batman shit, yeah. and I can't get out. And what would be in your third uh, storyline? Death in the Family. Oh. Like, they mentioned... I think they mentioned Jason. They I might think so, not, but it's, it's but been like, a while. Having it go from Dick to Damien, and having no other Robins, but having the suits in the background, yeah. kind of pisses me off. Like, I... I, I like so you Tim. Would have done a death I like Tim, but he's not my favorite. Like, as a, like death of the family. And then Joker gets shafted in the like. Joker's the biggest Batman villain, yeah. and I understand that not wanting to focus on the Joker because it's overdone. Yeah. And they did the Killing Joke, yeah. which wasn't part of this. Wasn't good. Thank God it wasn't a part of it. No. Um, but having a uh, a Joker Batman movie where Jason Todd, I, I, again, they covered it in Under the Red Hood and they covered it in Killing Joke. Yeah. With those characters, but Joker's in one movie. Yeah. He's in Hush, and that's yeah. it. So you would have. He plays his part in Hush. So you perfectly. would have made a death of the family. I would have made a death of the family, but mixed with death in the family. Yeah, so like it's flashback yeah. and it's a mix of yeah. flashback story. And Joker's and... fucking with them, and he also keeps mentioning like, "Hey, I killed Jason. Hey, I killed Jason." And, the Jason, and then yeah. we see Batman, like in Arkham Knight, have visions of Jason Todd. Right. That's cool. Jason Todd never shows up. No. Because they've already done it on the Red yeah. Hood. But then, it, then you see Batman with Batwoman, Dick, Damien, and. Um, Batgirl at this point because okay. it would have been it would take place after yeah. she she gets introduced after Bad Blood yeah. and it would have been cool to see um, him have to face the Joker his biggest enemy yeah. in like a battle of wits where the Joker's become like a smarter character yeah. instead of him being just a one note character where's Harley yeah. you know that's a, that's so a, Death like in the Family would have been great cool. Death of and In yeah. as <laughs> what one movie you would have adapted alright so my first one would have been uh, Sinatra Cold War well, that would have been a green... And I would just start it as a, just a straight Green Lantern movie. Yeah. To explain it, like, why they show up in... Like, cool that they show up in... Hal Jordan and John Stewart show up, and then all of them show up in right. the end. <laughs> so, and if you don't really get that, like, it's been a cool solo... Again, that exhilarating thing. And there's no changing it to adaptation. It would just been as is. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to the point, even when Sinestro comes to Earth. You don't need... The only thing I would take it out was, like, the Super Prime and the Anti-Monitor thing. Yeah. But I would have done... Um, yeah. It would have been after Cyborg... It would have been after Death of Superman, so Cyborg Superman is part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other movie I would have done, because Apocalypse War is a thing, yeah. um, I would have done, what I write down? I didn't write it down, I forgot what I wrote. Uh, I would have done Forever, uh, Forever Evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yes. Forever would have been great. Because then they could have loosely adapted Grayson. I, wouldn't want that, I would not want that at all. No, no I would just love, to mention it. Nope, I need I, more Nightwing stuff. I, nope. want, I want more Nightwing nope. stuff. Nope, I would have done a, <laughs> I would have done Up to Death of Superman. After this, I would have done it like as a, a set. Yeah, the problem like, with I, Forever Evil, though, is we already got that movie in Crisis on Two Earths yes, or whatever. Yes, I know that. But then again, rebooting it, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. You know? we and we haven't seen it in Wonder years. Movies, yeah, and we haven't seen it in like forever. <laughs> Since two thousand, and it's such a different, it's such a different story than Crisis on Two Earths. Exactly, but um, it's just the same characters. It's the same thing. Because we could have had Lex, because Lex joins the Justice League at the end of one of the right. movies, and, and it then would, he's only in Apocalypse War. Right, so, so this would have been the in between. And then you could have introduced, if they did another Flash movie, Captain Cold. Yeah, showed up. It should have been like. The, the it would have been the reason why 
one Earth would have been weaker. Yeah. With a, a, a Dark Side's invasion, mm. and why the expanded roster just exists in the other movies. Yeah, because we need more. We need more <laughs> heroes to fight against this legion of. Bad, uh, bad, bad, us. Just, uh, bad yeah. justly main justly members. Who's trying to take Nightwing because uh, Owlman is crazy. Right. <laughs> so you just uh, I would have give Batman stakes. Yeah. It would have given everyone someone to fight. Right. And then it would have given uh, Lex more stuff to do. Right. Because he would have led the villains against them at the end and explained, oh well, we need you know them going away and going. All right, we need a bigger team and expanding the roster that we see in Apocalypse War. Yeah. Because we have a huge roster in Apocalypse right. War. So this would explain. Yeah, this would explain that that roster change. Yeah. Um, and my third movie. Which I was gonna say, Underworld Unleashed. Um, I don't even know that story. Underworld Unleashed is where all the villains sell their, their souls to Neron, and it's would have been just a dark movie. They all sell their souls to Neron, but that changed my mind and not did that. I would have made it just a Teen Titans. Uh, I, I originally wrote that one. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, just a Teen Titans movie, like Titans like, versus uh, Titans East West. Yeah. Storyline where. The, but uh, would it be old Titans East West where it was? No, it would been Dick, or would have been no, no, Damien versus. No, it would be Damien's team that we see. Yeah. With minusing Corey and uh, minusing Corey, I think again, I always think Starfire's too old to be on. She is. Yeah, but she, that's why she's just a liaison. Yeah. On this one. Yeah. So when Dick and Corey went off, or when Damien leading this team, yeah. And then the West, the East Coast, the they're the West Coast team always. They're mostly the West Coast team. Mm-hmm. The East Coast team, yeah. The West Coast team. The East Coast team would have been like led um, by Speedy. Would have been, been like Roy Harper as like the liaison, but like Connor been on the team. Wally would have been on that team. Batgirl. Uh, Batgirl would have been on the team. Um. That would have been on the other team because he plays Terror. But I would have found another Just League, a Teen Titan member. Yeah. Um, Jericho. Yeah, Jericho would have been on the team. Yeah. And then it's that team versus because they're like, oh, well, they're calling themselves Teen Titans. And Damien's like, who the hell are these guys calling themselves Teen Titans? Yeah, we're the Teen Titans. Right. And they, some, like, they go, they're on the same mission. They, like, all Hive's playing each other against the other. Yeah. They were fought, beaten Hive, and then just joined together to explain the roster we had at the end of Apocalypse yeah. 4. That would have been my Titans versus uh, that would have been my uh, recommendations. Yeah, those are those are good. I'd love to watch all the movies we just pitched. Yes. <laughs> so you see, hire us for the uh, Rebirth yes, universe. That I don't they know why they have been teasing, which is starting with the Superman movie, which I think is a good idea. Yes. Superman or Batman always start a universe so, instead of doing just League Flashpoint. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we will go to it's because this episode's kind of long. It's Sorry, it's about an hour and forty minutes, guys. With but uh, we're gonna movie. cut it down. So new they're books all, did come out this week. Cut. Yeah, new books did come out this week, and we're also gonna review one book from. Uh, last time books came out, which we talked about on the live show, but um, we will go back to regular movie reviews, uh, book reviews next week. Yes. But we're just gonna do brief recommendations and talk a little bit about each book. Yeah. So I uh, read Image, Image's new book, The Ludocrats, mm-hmm. by uh, Kieran Gillen, Jim Ross Signal, <laughs> and Jeff Stokely. It is. Stupid and fantastic. Oh, God. Because you know how Karen Gillan's been writing like really serious stuff yeah. like Die and Once in Future and Darth Vader? Yeah. This is the stupidest book ever He's I think he's ever done. Oh, God. It is this. So you have, have you watched the anime Neo Yokio with Jaden Smith? I watched one episode I want to die. Okay, so everyone in this is... like that because er- I want to punch myself in the face. <laughs> everyone in this is an eligible bachelor. But to be the best bachelor, you have to be the most crazy person. You need to be the most ludicrous, the most murderous so this guy, he is so eligible, he's ineligible. Because okay. he does so much. The page, oh, the first image is him naked, covered in blood. Oh, that's what that was. Yep, okay. That's what this is. He is the most insane person ever. That's why he's so ineligible. He's okay. so eligible, he's ineligible. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's it, cool. It's just so fun. If you want something colorful, dumb, stupid, hilarious to read, definitely pick up The Ludocrats. Cool. I fucking love it. 
And we give it out a five? Five. Awesome. I, I, I like giving new image books five, but this one deserves it. Awesome. This one is so fucking good. All right, so my book I chose this week was Star Wars Adventure, The Clone Wars Battle Tales. Um, I only read this because, one, uh, my wife's a Star Wars fan, and she was super excited that I brought this home to read. <laughs> <laughs> And then Clone Wars just ended. And Clone Wars just ended. So um, this kind of takes place in between stuff. So if you want more Star Wars books that um, you just want and need that's not heavy canon stuff, I definitely recommend Star Wars Clone Wars Battle Tales. It's a weekly series. It's a weekly miniseries similar to Vader's Castle yeah. and stuff like that. It's a four-issue, five-issue weekly series. Um, the art style is almost verbatim to the original Star Wars Clone Wars animated uh, yeah, art by style. Gendy Tartakovsky. Yeah, Samurai Jack. Yeah. Um, it's produced by IDW, so and it's also Star Wars Adventures, so it's kind of all ages. So if it's yeah. kind of a cool book that, oh, you know, you and your kid watch Star Wars Clone Wars together. You guys can pick this up together without going. Well, it's kind of dark. I don't want to. Wa- I don't want my son or daughter looking at you know Vader impaling someone for like a, a whole series. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I do think it's kind of a cool book to sit back with your kids and kind of as, as a Star Wars fan, as a collector, as a Star as, as, as a Star Wars anything. I definitely recommend this book. So definitely check it out. This issue one just came out. It is going to be weekly. So definitely check this out when you can. Go ahead with all now, Star Wars. Oh, by four, the way, it's uh, I gave it a uh, four out of five because I'm also not caught up with Star Wars a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. So the store book of the week which we talked about on the live show last week or the week before, which came out way back before books decided to stop coming out. It's called Super Duck. It came out uh, through Archie Comics. It was written by Frank Terry and Ian Flynn with art by Ryan Jampol. Imagine my favorite character ever, Howard the Duck, mixed with James's favorite character ever, Superman, Superman but in an Avengers-style universe because Nick Fury is And he's dying because he takes pills to become Super Duck but there's he just takes too many and then eventually fucks with his body. Yep. So he is now in a fight to survive against his greatest enemy himself. Yes, basically. Life. Yeah. And oh, by the way, this is, is an old character. I didn't yeah, know that. He's a super old character who hasn't been around since like the 80s. No, They'd, since 1957. 50. I thought he was back in the 80s for nope. a brief stint. But if you look at the, uh, it says the 50s in the Damn. back or his first appearance, I don't know if he's been. He might have came back for a little bit. Yeah, he was around in 43 was his first appearance. Yeah. I thought he came back around the uh, 80s. Nah. Anyway, it's an Archie book. It is a mature book. Yes, do not let the name Archie fool you. Or do not let the name Super Duck fool you. Yes. It is not for kids. It There's nothing really too terrible in this in first this issue, issue, but it says mature readers only on it, so he could have sex with his duck wife in the next issue that we don't want to recommend. Right, so you know what I mean? The reason why, you can see it in the background of certain things, like there's the sex dungeon. Oh, yeah, there's the sex thing. dungeon scene. There's, um, he curses a bit. Yeah. It's and there's a bunch crazy. of, like, innuendos. In right, this. it's nothing crazy, but be sure that, oh, your kid looks at Super Duck and goes, oh, I want that. That's not for kids. Yeah, but I would say, maturity-wise, 15 plus. Right. It's not like a for 17 now, plus, like a 14, 15, right. only until we see what happens next. Issue two, yes. Yeah. It's issue only one, issue one. 14, 15 year olds can read this. Yes. Issue two, we don't Who know knows? So, I'm giving this a five. I'm giving it a five. It's just so good. It's so funny. It's it, so dude, good. Imagine if both of our favorite characters got mixed into one. That's fucking crazy. It's so cool. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Ian Flynn, for those that know, did uh, Sonic. And then Frank Terry is Frank Terry. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> Ian Flynn did Sonic for years for IDW. Yeah. So, when, like... So, he knows how to write, like, a kitty adult-ish. Yeah. Like, Sonic books are have kind of adult themes. Yeah. Them. Because it's it's made for adult fans. Yeah. But it's borderline enough where kids can still read it. Yeah. So, but, like, this is where he can get to... He gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So, Super like Duck, that. fantastic. Yes. I definitely recommend it. It's only yes. four issue miniseries. Yes. So, pick it up. Yeah. And it's, it it's not, like, a long commitment. So no, definitely check it awesome. out. Awesome. 
So I will wrap that up today, guys. Uh, we're gonna have some fun next week because uh, some news just dropped. Actually, ooh, fancy, fancy, can't wait. Um, so about the uh, HBO Max. Ooh. Uh, so guys, thank you for listening, and we are glad to be back. This is why it's a longer episode. So yes. you guys can head to our website, entrancecomics.com, to check out uh, this week's previews and new releases because they are now there. Follow us on Instagram at Android's Unsignal Comics and the podcast Instagram, Android's Amazing Podcast, and Twitter, Android's Comics, for up-to-date news and a little fun stuff we post every once in a while. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and always, as always, share with your friends. Support your local comic shop, because this is a hard time for all of us yes, right now. Yes, it is. And we will be back next week with more, not as long as an episode. Thank you, guys. guys. And we'll be doing a more in-depth book review as yes. well. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Later.